to, kid. You have me to I wish I knew how to quit you. Bob. Mm, and there's things to be famous, There's no place like home. I'm gonna make a mouth with you. Welcome, one and all, to our final episode before the Oscars. So what does that mean? It means final Oscar predictions. So you know what that means. Cue the music. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 92nd episode of Gone with the Wind, the show about award shows. We talk about, you guessed it, award shows, and we are not alone. Today, we have our very special guests. Uh, we have a very special guest, excuse me, but our other regular panelists are also very special. Uh, our regular panelists that you know that we have, we you know, wait, you know them, we love them. Wait, we love them, you know, you, we have our panelists here. We have Malcolm. Hello. Welcome, Malcolm. Are you ready? Are you jazzed for final Oscar, Oscar predictions? I can't speak today. Yeah, I'm happy. All right, that's the spirit. We also have Dan. Yeah, um, this is the time of the year. It's Super Bowl. Wait, wait, wait. It's Oscar season, and this is the time of the year I look forward to every year getting to see what gets nominated for the Oscars. And, you know, of course, my predictions are going to be the ones that are right and everybody else is wrong. Do you want to place bets upon that? Because No, I don't have any money. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> just... <laughs> well, let's, we're not, we're not betting. We're not betting individuals. We're betting. We bet in bragging rights only. That's all we bet in. Um, but we are not alone. Uh, we have a very special guest today. Uh, and I believe uh, I'd never asked how to pronounce his last name, Dan, but I believe it, it is. Aha, I was right. So we have a very special guest from Disappointment Media, Sean Bowman. Welcome, oh. sir. Round of applause. Round of applause. <laughs> round of applause. I, this is where I get, that's where I wish uh, StreamYard had sound effects, which it might. I just don't notice them <laughs> yet. So regardless, we had a little fiasco above hand. I couldn't figure out how to remove people without kicking him out which we hilariously discovered when i kicked out dan so apologies to that dan yeah well yeah. thank you it for was, having was, me today yes hey sean for those people who don't know you obviously um uh you are with disappointment media but tell us exactly what do you do specifically with disappointment media and what is your uh, relationship to the oscars in general yeah so i'm the founder of disappointment me that was weird. Sorry, I meant to mute myself, not you. So please, Sean, we're off to a great start. Go ahead. Uh, so I founded Disappointment Media with some friends. And basically, it is a collaborative where we work with underrepresented writers um, to help kind of lift and elevate their voices. And so um, I've done that for about two years now. And so I'm the founder and editor-in-chief of that website. And then with the Oscars, it's just always been a passion of mine. I've watched the Oscars since I was a child. Um, and I've gotten better at better in predicting them to the point where I am better than Dan Skip Allen. Dan, response. <laughs> well, you know, when you've been watching the Oscars for 42 years, you kind of have less of a percentage of predicting them correctly. So Sean's been watching them a lot less than me. So he might have a better percentage than me. 
Hmm. Well, you have the experience under under your belt, though, so it's like right. a. We'll, we'll so see. he should be better than he is, is what what I'm hearing. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But you know what's weird is I can't. You know, we go to a party. There's a, there's an art house theater real quick, and we go to this party where they watch the Oscars at them, and then that you could do your predictions there. I swear, every year for the last. Three out, four out of five years, I've gotten best picture wrong. I've gotten so many of the major characters. I studied so much. I've been getting like shorts right and editing right and cinema, and then I get the like best actress wrong or I get best picture wrong every year. It seems like last year, of course, I had Nomadland, so I did good. But the years before that, boy, I was awful. It's okay. We all have our moments. We all have basically the days, the years where we do great and the years where we do very poorly. Um, I couldn't tell you which years they were because they kind of all blur together at some point of how well you did. Uh, you remember the movies, but you forget how well you did unless you do really good. And then you'll never forget that. Um, Regardless, again, thank you all for my panelists for joining us here today. Um, we're going to get right started into our Oscar predictions. we got a long list to go through where we talk about what the uh, contenders are, what we got um, currently going for, be it below the line or above the line, ranging all the way from Best Picture, the Crim de la Crim, to something which is still pivotal, like Best Special Effects, uh, or Visual Effects, pardon me. Uh, but before we begin as well, I want to highlight one more thing. In the description be below of this video, you will find something called Gone with the Wind Awards 2021 in Film. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the Gone with the Wind Awards are back! So, what that basically signifies and that that means is that the Gone with the Wind Awards are back and here to stay. Um, last year, uh, right when I was doing it, we took a hiatus mainly because I got COVID uh, literally at the same time that that happened. So, I did not feel like doing the Gone I did not feel like doing a lot of stuff at that time. So we took a break from that, but we are back and ready to rock and roll with the Gone with the Win Awards. So I would basically encourage you all to go and vote and see what your favorite films are of that year. Uh, it'll go through all things, starting with best visual effects, ending with best picture, and including one of our own favorites uh, that we came up with, and that's best scene of the year. So you vote for your best scene, and then you could tabulate it on Google Forms, and we will all... Uh, conglomerate it together and see what the nominations are. And again, you will have two weeks to do that. We wanted to get that out there right before the Oscar uh, nominations transpire. Plus, you know what? This is the best time to uh, vote and see exactly uh, what you think is the best of the year. We will do the same later. Uh, I will do mine later today. I'm throwing in one more movie tonight, uh, two, hopefully. Drive my car on Sunday, I'm hoping to get out of the way. So then I can vote because I don't want to vote until I see that. Regardless, are you guys ready to get started? Yes. All right. Now that we have that out of the way. Actually, you know what? One more thing I want to do before we start that. Uh, I want each of you to tell me what is one film or one aspect of a film that you guys think people should check out before they vote in the Gone with the Win Awards. So, uh, Sean, as our special guest today, I would like you to go first. Tell me what is a film or an aspect of a film that you want people to recognize before they start voting? Yeah. I mean, it's uh, film. I mean, the Obviously, I would love for people to see Drive My Car, but it's not uh, available widely. Um, but in terms of films that are available widely, I'd really recommend A Hero. Um, it is Asghar Pahadi's new film. It's really great, phenomenal film. Um, his best since A Separation, I would say. Um, and also another uh, aspect of that film that's really not getting the recognition it deserves is Amir Jadidi's performance. Um, it's one of my favorite performances of the year. And if there were any justice, it would be in the five actors. 
but um, fortunately, that's not going to happen. But. Yeah, sadly, I can't wait to watch it tonight because that is the next film upon my list to hero before I start to vote. Uh, and Dan, what is one aspect of a film or a film in general that you want to highlight before people go and vote? Yeah, I want people to see the um, the cinematography in uh, Nightmare Alley by Dan Lotson. And right now, Nightmare Alley is on streaming on Hulu and HBO Max. So if you have either one of those or you don't have either one, you can get it. You could do them like a, a week and then cancel it if you don't want to pay for it after that. I really think you should see the cinematography, especially the second half of the film has some incredible cinematography. But but he's done some amazing films. He's worked with uh, Guillermo del Toro before. The film that I think is just absolutely breathtakingly gorgeous is John Wick 3 that he did, Parabellum. And he's doing the fourth John Wick as well. So, uh, yeah, I wanted to focus on the cinematography of Nightmare Alley. And I think more people should see that film. All righty. And Malcolm, what is one film or an aspect of a film that you want people to go out and check? I mean... Um... Like for me, um, it's the fr French suspect. Like I don't really have a specific thing, but like all aspects of production design and scores, specifically of the French dispatch. French dispatch is amazing, and it's not getting a lot of love. That's an excellent, excellent pick, Malcolm. My 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 okay. My my technology hates me. It literally just kicked me out of Streamyard. Ugh, I need to go get my computer upgraded for its RAM. This is ridiculous. Anyway, thank you guys for telling us what you believe to be the best of the year and should be uh, looked at before people start to go vote. The one that I want to highlight real fast is Passing. Passing, to me, personally, is one of my favorite films of the year. What uh, Rebecca Hall was able to do uh, with getting the performances out of Tessa Thompson and Ruth Nega for both best lead actress and best supporting actress, respectively, as well as that screenplay, the cinematography. Look at that cinematography for Passing, which is, to me, the best use, with close being come on, come on, of black and white cinematography this year, personally. Uh, it actually has, hot take, it actually has meaning to it outside of just Belfast. <laughs> I, sorry, Belfast. Um, yeah, I agree. But I think it's fantastic cinematography. Please go check it out and check out the movie in general. It's worth it. And when Tessa Thompson got that BAFTA nomination, I was excited, even though it was a, probably a jury save. Still. I'm happy it was there. She was there regardless. All right. We're going to go ahead and get started with our Oscar nominations. No, or, you know, that's your dog. Don't worry. We will get that all situated. I got that situated. So in case people start to we have anything in the background, we'll go ahead and start muting things. Because if someone comes in from my house, I will start to mute things. So just so everyone is aware, if you hear music in the background or noise in the background, just go ahead and mute yourself until you know you're going to speak. All right. So we're going to get started. No offense to the shorts. Uh, the shorts aren't exactly something until we actually see them. Um, so we're going to skip right through that. Um, unless you guys have any hot takes on the shorts you want to talk about. No, well, you get the one, you know, the, the far from the tree or whatever it's called that was on Encanto or whatever that well, that's probably going to win an animated short more than likely. I don't think that was, I don't think that was actually long listed actually, surprisingly. Well, it wasn't. Uh, no, was surprisingly. It was the other one, Us Again, which was from Raya and the Last Dragon, I believe. Yeah, which okay. I, I like neither of the Disney shorts this year. Honestly, <gasps> I, I thought they were both. Uh, well, let's, yeah, let's pass on those. I mean, like, for me, I think 
Robin Robin that was on Netflix is probably going to be out oh. there. Oh, okay. I need to check that one out. I have not seen too many of the shorts this year. Mm-hmm. All right. So no offense to the shorts. We're going to move right along and we're going to go with how Gold Derby has ranking them because that has all my rankings right here on my phone that I'm looking at. So we're going to start with, of course, the bread and the butter, which Dan and Sean will be conducting a quick discussion right after here, a deep dive that we're going to be premiering tomorrow before the Oscars. Um, so, Sean, uh, tell Please. me, best international film, what do we have currently kind of, kind of in the works that you think? What are your predictions? And if you don't have a solid five, tell me what you believe to be some of the ones that are the top yeah. of the pack. I have a solid four. Hey, ooh, I love it. Two for number, uh, for number five. So the solid four that are going to get nominated, without a doubt, are going to be A Hero, um, Drive My Car, The Worst Person in the World, and I Believe the Hand of God. And then I think the fifth one will either be compartment number six or three. Um, I a lot of people have a lot of confidence in Flea for international feature, um, but I don't have as much confidence in it. And uh, I mean, recent years have proven that like documentaries can break into the international one because you had Collective um, a couple years yes. back um, that uh, like that got nominated. Um, so it's not like that's not insurmountable, but it is an animated documentary which is challenging for that category. And also the fact that it is it is being submitted as the Danish submission for the Oscar because mm-hmm. it is a Danish film. Um, but the, the content isn't especially Danish. Um, and so like that kind of disparity and that it's, it's about, um, it's about a Middle Eastern immigrant. And I believe he went to Russia at first. Um, I, it's Russia. Yeah. Um, so like the fact that there's kind of that disparity, um, I feel like is it, it's a challenge. Um, it's not an insurmountable challenge by any means. Um, and I could definitely see it getting in there. Um, but I don't think it's a lot like a lot of people do. Mm-hmm. So then I'll, I'll, I'll beg the question, uh, quickly, Sean, do you have flea getting in any of the three main categories it's currently in? You don't have to say specifics till we get to there, but do you have any of them at making yes. into? Okay. I think it, I think we'll get love, just not as easily in that category. I think that one's going to be the most difficult one for it to get into. Interesting. Okay. Well, Dan, what do you have for international for best international film? Do you have a lot of the same ones that Sean has? I have exactly the same ones that Sean has. Uh, I just I, I made a decision to keep Flea and get rid of Compartment Number Six. That could do me wrong in my predictions, but I'm going to go with Flea instead of Compartment Number Six. Hand of God, the worst person in the world, a hero, and drive my car. Uh, those are those. I mean, this year I think is one of the most clear-cut years for best international film, and those five are really the standouts. Um, and I did not see compartment number six, which I wish I had seen, but I I think it's a late comer on this whole thing. And I think these are the five that have been a standout all year, and I think these are going to be the five that you're going to see on Tuesday morning. You say it's the most clear cut, but watch it be something completely different. Like watch us get yep. yak in the classroom. Um, which... That movie. You seen well, it? Gonna... Yeah, I've seen all fifteen. I've seen all fifteen. Okay, we'll I can't wait for you guys. Right. Yes, I can't wait to hear that discussion because that that title that title is fantastic. It's not as entertaining <laughs> as you would think. It's a very right. boring film. Oh man, I still can't wait to see it just because Bhutan. of the title alone. It's from Bhutan, right? No, it's good for Bhutan. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, Bhutan. good for Bhutan. Good for Bhutan. Um, Malcolm, what do you have for the international film? 
lot of the same ones, I'm guessing, or any difference? Um, I've I've pretty much got I've pretty much got the same as Dan. Um, I've got John McHale, first person, hero, flea, anti god. Do we basically all have? So, Sean, to clarify, do you have compartment number six or flea in that last spot? I have compartment number six in the last spot. Okay, so we are basically almost besides that one def- difference that the international film is almost five for five for all of us. Okay. That's fantastic. Uh, Joseph, our favorite Josephine DeMarco says compartment number six and a hero tied for that at Cannes. What she means is the Grand Prix winners tend to do well with getting in international film. Um, I did not know that. So that was actually a fun factoid. To yeah. Know. Um, um, no. Um, compartment number six did do very well at Cannes. Um, it's it's okay. Um, I, I, I personally prefer Flea a lot more. Um, mm-hmm. But like it's it's good and it's also lighthearted versus like the other ones the other like the other four in the category aren't very lighthearted um mm-hmm. worst person in the world is like half lighthearted half not and same thing for hand of god like it's like half and half um but like compartment number 6 is not a very dark film at all um and so like i could see that being like the one that's like the happier movie in the group um, so I could see that being something that also helps it get in. Well, man, I can't wait to see compartment number six. Then I got some international titles that I got to crank out. I've been seeing documentaries left and right, but I need to take the time for international film and I'm excited for that. So best international film at the end of the day seems to be kind of clear cut and dry, but until ultimately when it's not. All right. So we're going to start off with the next one, best documentary feature. Um, so Dan, what do you have for best documentary feature? I'll tell you right now, I've seen a lot of documentaries this year, but a lot of them don't seem to be in the conversation for uh, best documentary. I've got three that are kind of the mainstays and are going to, it's going to be one of these three that's going to win. And I got two outliers that I added because it looks like they, they're doing good on Gold Derby. So I just threw them in. Uh, I got The Rescue, which is my favorite documentary of the year, one of my favorite films of the year. Summer of Soul, which looks like it could win this whole thing. Um, and Flea, we just talked about that because it's animated, it's a documentary, and it's a foreign film, and I got it in here. And a um, couple of these outliers that, that uh, maybe people that have seen these, which I have not, is Procession and Ascension. Those are the two that okay. I have in my fourth and fifth. Velvet Underground, I saw, I mean, I, I see that doing better at the Baptist and that than, than at the... Uh, Oscars. Um, also, Billie Eilish is one that I really liked a lot. It might get in here, but I don't know. You know, the, the this is a category you cannot like put your finger on what what the this these people are gonna do because they do the most outlandish things and put the most outlandish films in. Cousteau's another one that was really good. I liked Julia was another one that I really liked, but I don't know if. Some of these are going to get in. So I just put in my predictions, Procession and Ascension. And I think Procession is on Netflix. It I don't is. know where you can find Ascension. So if Ascension is on Paramount Plus. Yes. Oh, good. Okay. So I can watch both of these before Tuesday then. Procession is quite good. Okay. I might actually watch these two then before Tuesday. That way at least I kind of have an idea. But yeah, that's my five. But my yeah. prediction, I'm hoping, I'm really rooting for the rescue to win. 
I was about to say you are in probably in good hands along those lines. You know, Procession is a, it's a it's very it's a very different type of documentary. I won't spoil too much upon that, but I would just highly recommend that because it is an emotional gut punch of a film with yeah. dealing some heavy themes. I do um, think it's it's formally might be a bit too weird to get into the five though. That's what I was thinking because I don't have procession uh, currently in right now. Uh, but before I hear that, uh, Sean, what do you have? Do you have a lot of the same ones? Obviously, no procession. I don't believe. Yeah, I mean, I, I do have procession as like an outsider. Um, I have same. a lot of the same ones, but I have a fifth one that I'm really upset is probably going to make it um, because it's a very terrible film. Um, but the um, I, I currently have Summer of Soul. Um, in the top spot. I think that's got a good chance of winning. Um, but also there is also a chance to get shut out. Um, because like in previous years, we've seen a lot of things get, get cut that were like perceived front runners. Like Apollo 11, um, was like considered like the very front runner and it was a pure should be my neighbor. I mean, yeah, but that's more mainstream versus like, but like, um, Apollo 11 was considered like the front runner that year, like the one that everybody thought was going to win, and then it didn't even get nominated. Um, so the like the Academy does, like the documentary branch of the Academy does tend to have a lot of issues with archive documentaries, yep. which is what Summer of Soul is. Yep. Um, so I think it's claimed enough to get it, but I also would not be surprised to see that one get cut out. Um, I do know that Flea and the Rescue are pretty much locks to get nominated. Um, I think that if Summer of Soul doesn't get nominated, Flea will probably be the clear winner um, in that case. But um, the other two I have, I have Ascension. Um, even though I've not seen it, I've heard it's very good. And then the fifth one that I absolutely despise is The First Wave. Um, I think that that's going to get a nomination. Um, I think it's a terrible, manipulative film. Um, but it's timely and it's there are better COVID documentaries like, like in the same breath came out this year as well. And it's phenomenal, but the first wave is the one that's probably going to get the nomination. Sadly. Um, can you see that on again, I know it's on one of the streaming services. Um, I believe it's on Hulu. Hulu. The first, first wave. wave? Hulu. Yeah. Okay. Um, because oh, yeah, it's it Neon is and Nat Geo. I think it's on Hulu. Um, but in terms of things that could like come in from outside, um, I could see Procession coming in from outside. I could see Velvet Underground coming in from outside. Um, Attica uh, is another one that I could see mm -hmm. coming in. That's very good. It's great, but it's Showtime as well. And so I don't know like how much... I've not seen a lot of effort put into them before in the past. They seem to be doing a bit more campaigning this one. Like I've seen like ads on like IndieWire and stuff. Um, but I, I feel like the buzz just isn't there on that one. Um, so I think, I think it'll probably be the five that I said. Mm -hmm. Um, quickly, uh, Josephine also says summer and soul got summer of soul got in for editing at BAFTAs. Which doc this year would you nominate in editing summer of soul? Like just the able to what yeah, they were able I, to do with the archival yeah, footage, as well as creating uh, some great like doing going against the grain of just talking heads, quote unquote, and actually adding them reacting to it. So you get to watch it along with them and see their reaction. It's like it's 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 a beautiful like it's a beautiful like, you know, um, um, it's a beautiful deck. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, 
duality. It's a beautiful duality of having that going back and forth with the archival footage and as well as tying it into what was going on culturally uh, at that time period. It, it's, it's brilliantly edited, and I think it should be in the mix for the conversation at least for best editing of the year, in my humble opinion. What do you guys think for documentary? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, like we talked about that when um, we talked about um, the BAFTAs. Um, his last documentary to get in for editing was Hoop Dreams back in 94. Um, mm -hmm. um, I mean, so that was I, also I, the movie that changed the way documentaries were nominated in the Oscars. Well, oh, did it? I didn't know uh, that. You, you don't know that story? No, I don't. There used to be a process where documentaries were nominated by putting all of the documentary branch members in a screening room, and they would flash their flashlight at the um, screen when they got bored or didn't want to watch any of the rest of it. And Hoop Dreams got turned off in like 20 minutes. And so it, that's why it didn't get nominated. Hoity-toity people <laughs> would watch about couple that got them some uh some very bad heat um that yeah very, that got changed <laughs> um i mean the next one that needs to be changed is international because that is also an issue um but yeah so did not know that i learned malcolm, something new go ahead finish what we yeah saying. please yeah what'd you say malcolm what was your uh pick for documentary editing <laughs> Um, oh, that was someone saw was my pick. Oh, excellent um, choice. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Dan, what about you? What 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 was the pick you could have for what editing for documentary? If, if, if a documentary this year could be an editing conversation, would it be all Summer of Soul? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's you know, I mean, I mean, I like the editing in the rescue as well because they really cut between like animatics. They cut between uh, re re redoing some of the scenes. They re they film some of the scenes over. They reenact some of the scenes over. Then you have the archival footage. So they edit between all that and Talking Heads pretty well. But Summer of Soul is just I mean, great, great editing. I mean, great editing. Mm -hmm. And for Sean? Yeah. Um, I don't think there's another documentary that would break in editing other than Summer of Soul. Um, mm -hmm. I actually didn't like Summer of Soul that much the first time I saw it. Like, I thought it was good. I didn't think it was great. And then I watched oh. it again. I'm um, during voting season and I'm like, okay, I, I see what everybody else likes. About. I mean, I'm a big music documentary person. Um, and so I had a lot of issues with a lot of the talking head interviews that were in summer of soul. Oh, wow. Um, I think without them, um, it would have been a lot better, but, um, really, I, wow. I, I did appreciate it more the second time I saw it for sure. Fascinating because that's what the talking heads and the mixture of them watching it and seeing their very human reactions. That's what sold it for me. Interesting. Oh, I love that. Have I love the seen, dichotomy. Have you seen Woodstock? Um, I have Wall not Disney seen Woodstock. No. It's one of my favorite films of all time. Um, great film that shows what you can do with kind of like that type of footage. That's just like the footage of the event um, mm -hmm. without the need for modern talk. I mean, then it was the same period and there were a couple of interviews that were talking ahead um but like without having that crutch of that form of storytelling um Fair. i think i don't know this is good like it's very good but it's not it's not my favorite documentary of the year it's not your favorite yeah exactly yeah no i completely understand that um so malcolm what about for you what do you consider to be back on track back on track for best documentary what are the five that you currently have um, it's 
pretty much the same as Zen. I've got someone solely the rescue ascension and procession. Um, like I'm not like I'm not a big documentary person. Like I watched some of Soul today because for like for me, it may have been on Hulu for everyone else. It's Disney Plus for me. I was like, yeah, I'll check this out. Um, and see what it is. It was good. Um, but I just don't ch um try to search out documentaries um to watch. That's Cities fair. Of Ash is another one I saw that you know who knows it might get in. I doubt it, but yeah. no, that was not in the good. Long list. Yeah, uh, I mean they didn't do a good job of releasing that one though. Oh, okay, that but wasn't it wasn't it wasn't on the list, but mm -hmm. it didn't they didn't it was a good movie, but they did not do a good job of releasing that one. Oh, okay, I I I don't remember what was on the list. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. And that's the and that, that's the thing. Like, I really enjoy these long lists. So it kind of helps us figure out what's going on. But it also, you know, oh, it excluded some of those. It's like, well, I love that one. Why did that get excluded? But I understand yeah, I mean, that. My my favorite doc of the year was it not on the list. So that's how yeah. it is usually. Um, for me, no, I think I have Summer of Soul, Flee the Rescue. I think we all can agree upon those are some of the are like the three that are in the, the top spot at this point. Um, I have Ascension. And then this one is purely, uh, I could go with Procession, um, but the only thing, it, it's so different and kind of strange for typical documentary that I think that they might go with this. <laughs> I don't know if they're going to go with this one. I want them to go for it. It's my favorite documentary of the year in the same breath. I think it is a, I think it is a wonderful documentary. I saw it at Sundance last year yeah. when it first came out and I was just like, this is phenomenal. I wish this is in the Oscar the oscar conversation and now it is and i'm just gonna hold on to a prayer that it somehow can get in there over the first wave which i do enjoy actually but i do think in the same breath is a far better uh covid related documentary or just documentary in general is that yeah. the one in china is that the yes, yes that's a, that's yeah. A yeah, i, I, I do agree that in the same breath is a significantly better though like like it is significantly better it's like night and day um but I think that the challenge that that one's going to have is that that one's released by HBO. And yeah. so you might have voters thinking like, why isn't this running for Emmys instead of Oscars? It's a yep. TV documentary. Which is why this is mainly me just kind of being stubborn and wanting to, this is, this is my one pick that I have where it's not going with logic, but merely going with heart. This is my one heart pick, even though I know I'm going to get this wrong at the end of the day, but she was here before for, um, uh, um, Oh, what's her name? Um, Ah, uh, she was here before for one 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 child one yeah yes one for nation. one child nation yes she was here before so perhaps they will like her yeah. again we'll see all right moving right along to best animated feature so uh, Malcolm tell me for best animated feature what are the top five that you have we have seen a regular five with most things but perhaps they could be different for what your top five are what do you have well. At the moment, what I have is Luca, the Mitchells vs. the Machines, Ray and the Last Dragon, and Kanto. And this fifth spot is one that I am considering changing closer um, before, closer to Tuesday. Um, I'm still kind of flip-flopping on it. But I think that fifth spot's either going to be Flea or Sing 2, because um, Luca, Mitchells, Ray, and Kanto, and Sing 2 are the ones that have been coming up to sweat everywhere. Yeah. Um, but as we kind of have said many times during this, like sometimes there's always that one sort of indie one that comes in, sneaks in here. And I, I think if any is going to sneak in here, it's going to be Flea. I agree 100%. Dan, for you, uh, do you agree with most of that stuff that Malcolm was saying? 
I do agree, but I, I still don't think Flea's going to get in animated. I just think um, if you look at the other, uh, like the editors, the Annie's, the all these other branches, the only one that's different because they only have four is Baptist. These are the five. Mitchells, Encanto, Luca, Singtu, and Raya. They're the five. They're getting in all the different guilds everywhere. I mean, I I would like to see Flea get in, and there is usually a foreign film in, in there. But I think because of the, and this is like a broken record we've talked about, it could get into documentary, it could get into foreign film. I think they're going to try to want to put something else in animated, knowing that that Flea could get in other places, and they're not going to want to put it in three different places, even though it could get in three. And I'm not saying it would be my sixth. If I had a, if they had six spots, it would be by six. But I got these other ones. I find it interesting uh, because I know we just talked with Sean. Sean, you don't have you have it missing international, but I'm guessing you have it in animated, correct? I do have it in animated, and the reason why um, I have it in animated is because of the reason for the film to be animated. Um, I think that it is a it is an approach that is based in emotion. Um, that will achieve an emotional reactions uh, reaction from audience uh, from Oscar voters, um, and the reason why it is animated is um, for the safety of the subject. Obviously, it would be dangerous for him to go on camera talking about this experience um, in a regular format, like a, a regular live action format. And so, I think that a lot of the the Oscar voters are going to recognize that and um, nominate it because of that. Um, I do think that the winner is hopefully going to be the Mitchells versus the Machines. Um, I think it's I think it's an overrated movie. Um, I think it's good. I, I think it's funny. I think <laughs> that it's was funny. just like a punch of like I want this to win, but it's overrated. So I was like, oh wait. <laughs> I, I I think it's funny. Um, but I mean, if I had to pick out of the ones that are going to be nominated, I would say Ray and the Last Dragon um, is the best of the five that are going to get nominated. But um, I think that Mitchell's has the best chance of winning. Um, I think the last two spots are going to be Encanto and Luca, um, both of which I do not like very much. Um, I like Luca more than Encanto, but um, if there's going to be an outsider, it would either be Sing Two or Bell. Um, Bell was picking up a lot of steam for a while, and then it just kind of died um, because it's not good. Uh, but oh wow, hot take, yeah. hot take. Yeah. I didn't like it. I didn't like Bell. I didn't and, like and it either. I like it raving bad. about it the last couple of weeks. I was like, "What? what did, I, did, did I miss something here?" You know, they love the music. The music's not bad. The music's okay. I just think it's just all over the place. The film as a whole is like all over the place. Well, we'll get into a review for Bell at a later date because I have not seen it yet at this time. It hasn't come near me. Come on, something, anything. Um, yeah, no, I think we are mostly all in agreement upon those lines that we have a, like a solid four. Um, but if there was like a five, I'm guessing we all have Encanto, Flea. No, wait, no, sorry, Dan, you don't have Flea. So no. I guess we can't really agree on the on the top four then. The, if four, that's no, the four would be Mitchell's Encanto, Raya, and Luca. Those are the four. No, I, I still have Flea getting in. I think I, don't, I think Raya misses at the I end. I think of the a lot day. of people have Sing out. It's your people, I'm the only one's got it's, Sing in. I think I'm uh, the only no, one. No, I have. Sing no, excuse me. No, no, no. Apologies. No, no. I have Sing. I need to adjust that. I have. 
I think Sing 2 isn't going to make it in. So apologies. I My my first list was right. So it was Encanto, Flea, Mental vs. the Machines, Luca, and Ryan and the Last Dragon. I forgot about Sing 2 for a second. So I yes. don't think Sing 2 is getting in. Um, I'm the one who's got Sing. Anybody else has got Flea, right? Yes. So that's the only outlier. I do that like Sing a lot. Um, I think it's a great film that is very underrated. Yeah, um, and like, honestly, for me, out of those five, I actually think Encanto's the um, better movie and the one that could win. Um, just, well, I mean, purely for the fact that it's going to be fresher in people's minds because both Mitchell's and Raya came out really early in the year. So it's, uh, it's going to be interesting to see how that, because yeah. there has been cases of um, recency playing into this because that's true. Um, Spider Verse came out real about this um, la, late la, la, uh, it was November that one. That year. Yeah, so that was probably know, it was December. Most, yeah, so that was the re- most recent animated movie that year, and that ended up winning. So whether or not it happens again, it's but yeah. You also have the the popularity of Encanto. It's blown up on oh, social that, media. That too. We don't talk about uh, we don't talk about Bruno. Bruno. No, we not don't here. Bring up Bruno because we don't well, talk Dan, about Bruno here. Dan, you just brought up Bruno. Like you just oh, brought so, up so Silencio look, Bruno. Silencio. Look, Bruce Willis will return as Bruno. I'm calling it there. <laughs> oh, Bruce Willis will return. As Bruno. <laughs> what uh, the heck? Number one song in the world, guys. The number yes. one song on billboards. Yeah. It was I don't know how. absolutely a mistake for Disney to submit the other Encanto song. Uh, that. In their be. defense, they did not know it was going to blow up on TikTok. I mean, which, that is fair. And they, they submitted the ballad, which has worked for them time and time again. But that ballad is very forgettable. You could not ask me to, to recall that ballad. Nope. Uh, I mean... To be fair, uh, I mean, I'm not sure what the next one is. We might be, it might be a visual song anyway, but um, they might have submitted a few songs um, for that. Bruno no, didn't even submit it. They only submitted I, one because Disney's there. They were, I think, I believe they were afraid, personally, I think they were afraid to like, like, what's the word? Um, uh, what's the term? To, like, each other's votes? Yes, to cannibalize each other. I think they were afraid of their songs doing that, and so they want to guarantee at least one. Yeah, with the, the big name, one. with the big name people in song. I mean, that uh, that makes sense because there's some heavy hitters in song. Hey, anyway, I think we're gonna get into song later. So, <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah. we'll get into song. Yes, we'll get into song in a sec. Uh, so quickly, we're gonna go to the next one, which is best visual effects. I will go ahead and start us off with this one. Uh, what I have curling right now, we can all say at the same time, Dune. There we go. That's your winner, everybody. I'm like more than confident that it's gonna be your winner. Um, but the ones, it's basically Dune, and um, I think you're going to have Dune, Godzilla versus Kong. Spider-Man No Way Home, so it gets one nomination at least. No Time to Die, and then Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. I have one of the big frontrunners of Matrix Resurrections missing, based solely upon the fact that I feel like that has been incredibly forgotten at some point. But it is my six at this point, and I think that Shang-Chi has been getting a lot of love. Godzilla vs. Kong has the monsters. No Time to Die has Bond, and has been making it in a lot of the tech categories recently. And even though it's very minimal CGI... Look at some of the previous uh, nominations in 1917, in uh, Tenet. Um, the ones that don't have a lot of CGI, they tend to make it in regardless. Um, but yeah, and then Dune. It's Dune. So what are you going to do? Uh, Sean, wh- what about for you for visual effects? I know you don't have a straight five, but tell me, what are you yeah. thinking besides Dune? 
We all can I mean, agree Dune's probably winning this. But what are your other thoughts on this category? I mean, uh, beyond Dune, um, Spider-Man is probably a lock. Um, I can see Shang-Chi being very likely, um, unless if they kind of hesitate to put both Marvel movies in. Um, so that that's the, the hitch I could see. I see Matrix um, getting the love there. Um, no Time to Die is another, like, you make a very good point there. Um, Ghostbusters, maybe, um, could be could something to get in. Um, I don't think Godzilla versus Kong will do it. I don't I, think I, so. I don't, I mean, they might throw it a bone because it was the movie to bring theaters back. Um, that's what I, I think it's because I can see it for that. But other than that, I don't, I don't know that movie. Nobody is talking about it anymore. Um, and so exactly. that's why I think, I don't know. I think it'll get left out. Uh, I'm going to go check. Did Kong Skull Island or first Godzilla get in for visual effects? I, I will think so I, i'll i'll check that but dan what do you have for visual effects while i, I have obviously do spider-man no way home i do have matrix in here uh i think matrix is going to get in this category um for the marvel movies they're gonna they always put one in but i think we might get two this time because i think shang chi shang chi is going to get in here and then i have instead of godzilla which i think i would have godzilla sixth if it was six places and i have free guy because basically the entire movie is a cgi fest and it's pretty damn good looking if you ask me and it's a good movie too so i i have a free guy in here instead of godzilla and but i mean i would not be surprised at all if godzilla versus Kong got in here yeah skull island did get nominated um godzilla did not um and i think that since this one is i don't know it is closer Half to Godzilla Godzilla's. in terms of visual effects than it is to Kong Skull Island. Um, and I, I mean, Kong Skull Island is a beautiful film. Like, it is absolutely Visually cool. stunning. Loved it. Visually Lovely. stunning. I, I didn't feel the same way about Godzilla versus Kong. I mean, it's still fun. Like, it's Oh, yeah. Cool. Big monsters are awesome to look at. But, like, I don't know. It didn't have the same effect on me as Kong Skull Island did. Yeah, that's completely fair. And now, actually, you have a great point, Dan, with Free Guy. I'm pretty sure that it's that's appeared in, in almost every visual effects precursor. I could be wrong, but that that's also a very visual effects heavy film. Uh, Malcolm, do you have Free Guy in your five at all? And what are your five in general? Um, so even though I don't like saying I've got this here, but because I wasn't a big fan of the visual effects, Dune is getting in. <gasps> um, <laughs> But um, I've also got Shang-Chi, um, Free Guy, although that is one that I'm kind of hesitant about. Not so much because it's gotten in everywhere, but it's one that I could see maybe the Oscars branch looking as like, this is mostly, this is almost animated to the with um, live action people thrown in there. So that could be something that might sway them away from there. Um, I've got Spider-Man No Way Home. I've got Ghostbusters Afterlife. Um, like Matrix Resurrections, like, well, I do think it's a good movie. Um, I think, if I'm not mistaken, it missed out on BAFTA for visual effects. It did um, in. It got in. Uh, okay. But, I mean, it, it's, once again, visual effects is one of those ones, like, there's so much there that I think could get in. It's really hard to pick a five out of the shortlist. Um, 
I mean, this is one that you could potentially, like, if they really love the visual effects and all the MCU movies that were there, because I I think if I'm mistaken, like, I think Eternals, Shang-Chi, Noah Home, and Black Widow were all on the shortlist for visual effects. So if they really like those visual effects, you could get four Marvel movies in Dune. And- <laughs> you could. <laughs> you could. I don't, I don't think, I don't, I don't think yeah. it's going to happen. No. That'd be funny though. It'd be like, wow, it's it's Dune and uh, the Marvels. Um, but yeah, that's not gonna happen. Sounds like um, a, um, sounds like a rock band, Dune and the Marvels. Dune and the Marvels. <laughs> that does, doesn't it? Um, so yeah, anyone other have any thoughts on visual effects? No? no. All right. Perfect. All right, moving right along. This is for best sound. Uh again, everyone say it with me. Dune. <laughs> Yes, we're gonna say Dune is the beginning of almost every craft category, so we're gonna make that a recurring thing because I think that's one in most craft categories, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Although, so I don't know. I feel like there's an outside chance of Dune losing in sound. Oh, okay. So I'll start. So Sean, we will start with you. You say there's an outside chance of it losing in sound. Tell me then, what do you have above Dune? I, I think. I mean, I think Dune will probably win it. Um, but I could see West Side Story getting it instead of Dune. Um, I don't like that movie very much at all. Um, but musicals do tend to do well in the sound category as well. Um, musicals and war movies are kind of what it goes to um, <laughs> most of the time. Uh, but, I mean, Dune is the front runner this year. Um, but I, I could see West Side Story pulling it, like, like pulling ahead. Um, I mean, there are no war movies this year, really, that I can think of um, that were major contenders um but i i do think that um and i think no time to die will get in because skyfall tied for sound that year i think Um, good callback yeah so i think no time to die could get in um a quiet place too maybe um because a quiet place did so well with the sound categories i could see that um although that one also wasn't really in the conversation for a whole lot, but it was one of the first big movies of the pandemic. Um, so I could see them throwing that a bone as well for like the politics of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see, like, I mean, another musical Tick, Tick, Boom um, could possibly get in um, because like I said, musicals, um, you could have action movies like Spider-Man No Way Home, Matrix. Um, but I, I do think that your main three are June, West Side Story, and No Time to Die. Mm-hmm. That's a very safe, safe pick right there. Uh, Dan, do you agree? Yeah, I have the same three: Dune, No Time to Die, West Side Story. I have um, in my five Belfast, and I do. I wanted to put a Quiet Place two in there, and I just, I'm, I'm, I'm by Tuesday morning, maybe I'll switch Belfast and a Quiet Place two. Who knows? But I do have Power of the Dog in here because there are some things in that film that really stand out when it comes to the sound. And that's like the the, the the comb, the the whistling, and, and and stuff like that. That stuff really stands out for me, and I think that could be kind of uh, stuff that could get power of the dog in here for sound. But I'm debating on Belfast and um, the Quiet Place too because Quiet Place one one sound <laughs> it did. Right. So I'm kind of like, do I want to? And I'm. Come some debating on that right now, but I do have Belfast in its place instead. So, but uh, but I have them three doing no time to die, West Side Story. No, that's fair. Uh, Malcolm, what about for you? Um, 
I've actually got a correct then. A quiet place did not win um the sound category when that um came out. Um, oh wow! It, because it um that was in the year where it was separated between mixing and editing. Edit and both of them oh. went to Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, I forgot. Oh, maybe you got nominated then. It, it got nominated. Don't give me more, more evidence for West Side Story overtaking Dune. Um, it's so yeah, I, mean, yeah. I mean, I don't consider Bohemian Rhapsody musical as a music movie, not a musical. Oh, okay. but, um, but that being Fair. said, but that being said, um, for me, for best sound, um, I've got Dune. Um, I've got No Time to Die. I've got A Quiet Place Part 2. I've got Spider-Man No Way Home. And I've got The Matrix Resurrections. I actually don't have Resource Story. Um, because this is one of those ones that, uh, because the both editing and mixing are combined together, I because I think the musicals do well in one side when they get nominated, but they don't do well on the other. And I think when they're looking at combined sound, it, the musicals could end up missing. So... I don't know. I could be wrong, but that's what I've gone with. We're going to find out because we haven't had many years. Like this is the second year, if I'm not mistaken, where we have had a combined category. Um, yeah. So we'll see. Uh, I do was, think um, that just looking at, Oh, go ahead. Yeah. I was just saying, just looking at um, last year, like there wasn't any musicals that got in for um, sound last year. So you know, I mm -hmm. think there's probably one. Were or two there about, any, yeah. Big musicals last year, though. I don't think so. Soul. Well, no, Soul's not. Never mind. Soul's not a musical. My brain was like Soul. No, no, that's not right. No. I, I can't um, think of any big musicals from twenty twenty. Uh, Rocket sure Man from twenty nineteen. What? But twenty nineteen had Rocket Man. That's the closest thing. Right, but I mean, I, I can't think of any from last year that were like super memorable. You know. If there are, we'll do a double check upon that. But uh, I have mostly yeah. the BAFTA 5, uh, save for I have Dune, No Time to Die, Quiet Place Part 2, namely because of the recognition. And they're gonna, I think, I think honestly, people who vote for that will be like, oh, hey, this had good sound. I love the first one. This one had a great sound because the sound is a character in that one in and of itself. I have West Side Story, Quiet Place Part 2, No Time to Die, Dune, as I said. And for that last one, instead of Last Night in Soho, I'm putting in the power of the dog at this point because that is very memorable sound and is a character in and of itself. The fact that Belfast uh, missed at the BAFTAs, which considering it did very well in and of itself there, and it's a very, um, it's, it's, I was about to say very British. It's not, it's an Irish um, um, film. Um, it's in that region. It's in the UK area region. I, I did it again last year. Last last episode, I made a mistake in trying to <laughs> define where each thing was. I don't know the correct terminology. Guys, help me out. Apologize. You know what I mean, right? It's yeah. in that. It's in the BAFTA world. We will we will say that along those lines. The British Isles. The British Isles. Great Britain. Um, well, it's not Great Ireland, Britain. It's Scotland, it's Ireland. Wales. Yeah, we'll just we'll go with that entire thing of Ireland, Scotland, Wales, Northern Ireland. Yeah. Um, the, the UK in general, no terminology. Anyway, apologies. Moving on. Uh, I think the power of the dog, the Belfast showed weakness in the sound categories. And I think it's going to propel itself forward with the power of the dogs because I think, I think that's going to very overperform that day just based upon what I've seen so far. I'm kind of hoping it overperforms. Um, but if not power of the dog, um, I think you might get a tick, tick, boom. Um, mainly because that also has appeared in a lot of the craft categories when it comes to sound um, and the guilds. 
but at this point, I still think it's Quiet Place Part Two, Power of the Dog, uh, No Time to Die, What's That Story, and Dune. Um, all right, moving on to the next one real fast. We have now we may talk about best song. So guys, there is no Dune in this category, so we can't say Dune at the same time. But uh, Malcolm, what do you have for the five? I'm pretty sure you have No Time to Die. Um, but yeah, I think Dune will get in this category somehow. They'll they'll quickly write a song for Dune now. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. Is... But yeah, no. Um, I've got yeah, I've got no time to die. Um, because all the Craig Bonds have been not nominated. Um, well, at least most of the Craig Bonds songs have Half been nominated. Uh, um, I don't think it's seen a real album. I. I was it? Yeah. I mean, yeah, no, yeah, it's just yeah. half of them have. So basically, oh, yeah. Skyfall, the the Spectre, Spectre, and most likely this one. So it's more than half. Um, wasn't the Quantum of Solace one nominated as well? Um, no, Might have I don't been remember back, the Quantum but, uh, Solace one, but I also don't I remember don't. Quantum of Solace. Good. Actually, uh, <laughs> <laughs> not a good movie. reckon that. I thought he was a good villain in that, but hey, that's. You didn't like Matthew Alderick? Um, the subject no, wasn't that great, but he's no. kind of fun. But yeah, um, I've got um, Encanto in here um, because there is always at least one animated one that does get nominated, I've found. Um, I've got Be Alive um, for, from King Richard. Um, I've got Right Where I Belong from Brian Wilson Long, Promised Road, because there's always a weird outlier that comes out of nowhere. <laughs> yes. um, and, and, I've, and I've got um, Here I Am Singing My Way Home from Respect. Okay. So I'm guessing we're going to have three. Um, that's what my prediction is. Three that we're all going to agree on. Dan, do you agree on most of those? You know, no? I hate At you, least three. I hate you. Uh, you know, my thing is, is I hate agreeing with Malcolm on anything. Ouch. But um, Wow. <laughs> I just I don't want Encanto to get in here because it's the wrong song. So I want them to protest getting the wrong song in there. So I want Encanto out of there, and I want the big I want the big name people in here. I want Ariana Grande. I want Beyonce. I want Jennifer Hudson. I want um, Billie Eilish. I want the big name. I want to see these big superstars. Stand up on that stage and sing their songs. That's what I want. And I want the guy singing the song from Belfast. <laughs> you get all these mega stars, and you get the guy from Van Morrison from Belfast. Okay. okay. But but here's the thing about Belfast. That song is very similar to another song that he put out like many he years edited ago. edited his own song and changed it a little bit. Yeah. It's and his so own song. Like, it's his song. He just changed it yeah. a little bit to fit into the movie Belfast. But I, I don't think that that's going to get a nomination because of it. I don't think it's original enough. It could, you could be right. Make it into the original song category. You could be, you, you could be completely right. We could get a husband and wife in here. We could get uh, 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 Jay Z in here for "Hard Do They Fall" and Beyonce for "King Richard," which would be cool, you know having them compete against each other, you know? But yeah. I have a feeling Malcolm is right. We're going to get that damn song from Encanto in here instead. That's and I'm like, I, oh. I love that song. I like it, but I, I just, I want 
if you get a song that's number one in the world and you nominate the wrong song, you should pay pay the consequences for that, if you ask me. But hey, what do I know? Another hot take. Sean, what do you have? Yeah. Um, so I do think the winner is either going to be Be Alive or No Time to Die. Um, so King Richard or No Time to Die. Um, those are my top two right now. Yeah. Um, number three, I've got Dos Origuitas from um, Encanto. Uh, I think that that's the third one. Um, I think four is probably going to be um, Just Look Up from Don't Look Up. Um, I think that one's pretty safe as well, even though I know the Academy's had some issues with comedy songs in the past. Um, so I don't think that's a lock. Um, but I do think that it's safer. Um, and then for the fifth spot, I think it's either going to be um, Guns Go Bing from The Harder They Fall or So May We Start from Annette. That's, is that uh, Sparks Brothers? Yeah, Sparks oh, That is. Yeah, how interesting. Would, how about that, Sean? Just real quick. I'm just go off on a side tangent. If Sparks Brothers get into song and they get into documentary. I they was can, not shortlisted for documentary. They oh, cannot get in. Mind. Forget about it. Oh, there yeah. goes that thought. Forget about it. Um, I, forget, I forget what's in these yeah. somebody's shortlists, but that's uh, too bad because Sparks Brothers it, wasn't it, a bad it, documentary. It's a great doc. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. But it, it's a, yeah, it's say that you say that Academy's had issues with comedy songs before. They nominated Husevic last They did. <laughs> I mean, but that was a serious song in a comedy movie. Yeah. Like, like that was the serious song in the comedy movie. Like, it was kind of tongue in cheek though, slightly with the nature of everything. A little bit, but it's still like it was it was the moving emotional song in that movie. It's not like they uh they nominated Double Trouble from uh, Eurovision, you know? Eurovision should have gotten a song in. But well, um, well, I, I think, think they did. Yeah, that's what that's what I was just saying. Yeah, yeah, Yusufik got nominated last year. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, well, that but, song but, was but, deserving. That yes. was a good song. Great song. Great movie. But funny Great enough, movie. you um, you mentioned Boet. Um, I'm pretty sure the Boet song was on the shortlist for the Oscars last year. It was. <laughs> so it was. Could have made it <laughs> I think I predicted it that year just because of the absurdity of it all. And I'm kind of glad who thought it was going to get in. Yeah. <laughs> I, I really thought it was going to get in just because of it being crazy. Yeah, don't exactly. Game people. I mean, because we're everybody's all oh, they got all these people singing songs. Can't you see the procession of Beyonce, Ariana Grande, Jennifer Hudson, Billy Eilish stepping out on that stage one by one by one singing their songs? Don't you? I think the that's only good cool. cigarette out of those four is Billy Eilish. It would be good. Whoa, 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 No, 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 no. Yeah, I disagree with that. Um, but it would be good for ratings, to be yeah. fair, if they did all of those those big ones. Um, but I mean, it would also be good for ratings for them to put in Kanto in because Lin Manuel Miranda is a huge megastar. As How well many as nominations him. is his film's gonna get? That's gonna be a kind of a side thing to look at. How, I mean, he's still he's. Got, like, he's He's got the Emmy, Grammy, and Tony. He just needs the Oscar. He's got a Not lot of this shots year. out of this year. He's I got a lot think. of shots out of this no, year. No, I, well, think, like, I, mean, I think it's either Beyonce or Billie Eilish. Well, and, and no, you're right. It, I have like, them as my um, one, too. If Tickle yeah. Boom wins something, um, like, depending on what Lin-Manuel's involvement in that category is, 
he could get his Oscar that way. So, I mean, he, he's got this is one of those years, like, he's got two movies in which he's heavily involved in, whether it's song or um, behind the scenes or directing, that could get him that Oscar. It doesn't have to be a like big one. True. I will say, though, if, if he ever is going to get an Oscar, I think it more than likely, as amazing as the directing, I, I personally thought in Tick, Tick, Boom was, I think his Oscar is probably going to come from song or, or score. Yeah. I feel like that's his most likely thing. But also, we have, we have a statement from Josephine. I wonder if it is possible since they submitted the wrong song that the song from Encanto doesn't get in. I mean, maybe? Um, they're like, oh, I don't like this one. This is not... I don't know if they're. I don't know if the if if the if the voters are like, oh, they're so involved in the sphere of uh, we don't talk about Bruno that is currently popping on the charts. Uh, they might just see the Disney and Encanto and be like, oh, I'm gonna throw it on here. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Because uh, I mean, um, it's one of those ones. Because I remember um, when Coca came out, like. Uh, remember me was nominated and i think once again i think there was a conversation of was that the right song from coco to be nominated because that was a very forgettable song considering it was called remember me um, <gasps> no no they submitted the um they submitted the poppy version of that song instead of the uh the, wait did the, they yeah I mean, it's the same I mean, song. It, it, they performed the version that was like like the popular, like the more poppy one, versus the one that was just like intimate and emotional. Yeah, they did submit the wrong I one. Mean, then wow. I mean, same I mean, song. It's still one. I mean, it's still one. Still, but yeah. Interesting. Uh, let's move on. We're, we're uh, yes, yes. On let's get the score. Yes, I, yes. We will get uh, moving on to score. So for best score that we have right now. Everybody, say it with me. Dune. No, no, Dune's getting nominated. Dune's getting nominated. That's the one we all can agree on. Oh, Dune, Dune, Dune. Dune, Dune. I think, again, tech category, it's going to make an appearance almost in every tech category that it possibly can besides original song. Uh, So I have, for for myself right now, I have Dune, The Power of the Dog, The French Dispatch, Don't Look Up, and for the last one that I have, because I think it's going to do really well in the sense that it might win, it might win its Oscar. I have Encanto at the very last one, the very last pick that I have. Um, so uh, Dan, tell me which of those, besides of course Dune and Power of the Dog, I know we all probably have that. Which ones do you currently have getting in? I have Power of the Dog, Dune, Don't Look Up, French Dispatch, and I have No Time to Die in uh, score. It's an excellent choice. Uh, okay. Why No Time to Die? Um, I just liked it. I mean, I, 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 obviously we get the song at the beginning, but there's also a good score throughout the movie that I think really, in some of the more uh, dramatic scenes and some of the more actiony scenes, we have a good the score. I, I kind of like the score of No Time to. You know, I'm I, don't know. I, I, I think the difficulty in that one is going to be um, the fact that it would be a double Zimmer. Um, same thing for why Spencer would be a hard time because then that would be Greenwood twice, you know? Yeah, but Greenwood has three. Greenwood, but was he shortlisted for all three or or long? Um, He was shortlisted for Spencer and Power the But he actually had three this past year, but he did. Licorice Pizza. 
Licorice. Oh yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Um, no, that did not get shortlisted. Yeah. So, but Spencer's just dying a slow death. It seems. So I don't think Johnny. <laughs> Everybody in the Academy hates that movie. Like, yeah, I don't get it. I don't get they it. Hate that movie. It's not good. <laughs> oh, well. I mean, somebody I, who's a huge fan of Pablo Lorraine, I did not like that movie very much. Oh wow. Okay. I mean, as someone who didn't yeah, like it no, that's the only thing about uh, No Time Dad. We'll get a double for Zimmer. And I think this might – Zimmer hadn't won uh, – quote me if I'm wrong – since Lion King, I think. And he's overdue for a second one. I think Displats won twice in the last 10 years, right? Or, Has he? Or he might have been – I mean, he's, it seems like Displats been nominated like every year. And, and and Zimmer can't get a second one? Give me a break. I think Zimmer's going to no, win. I think – I think Zimmer's going to win it for June. Yeah. Um, well, you never know. He might get him twice. But yeah, uh, Desplat won twice. He won for Grand Budapest and for Shape of Water. Shape yeah. of Water. That's it. That's what I forgot he won for. Um, all right. So, the Sean, tell me, you had mentioned, like, you know, uh, uh, which ones that you think are going to happen. But tell me, what are the ones you were in the conversation yeah. we should keep an eye out for? Or an ear I mean, in this case? I, I agree with both of you on the main four Dune, Power of the Dog, French Dispatch, Don't Look Up. Um, those are the four that are definitely getting in. Um, for my five, I have King Richard um, because of Chris Bowers, um, very great composer, great mm-hmm. composer. Um, also, the composer that will add a bit of diversity to the lineup. Um, oh, yeah. Because everybody else is a white man. Uh, and so I feel like that would be a, a good change of pace rather than giving a second nomination to... Hans Zimmer. That's that's fair. Um, Malcolm, what about for you? What do you have for the three in original score? Um, so for me, I've got The Power of the Dog, The French Dispatch, Dune, No Time to Die, and Encanto. Um, mm. and I mean, as for the double nomination, it's actually not that impossible of occurrence that there's been double, like last year, for example, there was double Trent Resident Atticus Ross. And we'd we'd displayed one for Grand Budapest Hotel. He was also nominated a second time for something for something yeah. else. I'm not I'm not oh, saying yeah. it's impossible. Yeah. But I I I think that they'll shy away from it. You're not putting your eggs in the basket of Zimmer double nominated. Right. Basically. That's completely fair. Which I will I will add then real fast is that uh, the only reason I'm not bullish upon No Time to Die in score is because it missed BAFTA and it got in like in almost every craft category in BAFTA right. except for score. That's why I'm personally like, even though I think it's deserving, I think it's a fantastic score. It's probably my one of my favorite Bond scores that I've listened to. Yeah, Final Descent. Ugh, that that last uh, that is so so poignant. But like, that's why I'm backing off upon it personally. I have to think about that before Tuesday morning. Yeah. I mean, it's like for me, um, I just don't want to manifest in the um, don't look up getting nominated because I don't remember the score for that. It's, it's actually... Rochelle, um, who is my That's favorite it. composer for film. Yeah, um, he's, it's good. It's good. Moonlight and um, uh, If Bill Street Could Talk. Yeah. Moonlight, Bill Street Could Talk, uh, Vice. Big oh, Shirt, I'm not saying the composer's not good. I'm just saying i don't remember the score don't, specifically for don't look up i know you don't care for don't look up i don't i, I see the score is one of the few things about that movie that i don't mind and i yeah. i hate mm. I moving hate on moving on assess uh, uh, best production design. yes yes moving on right now to best production design currently we have right now uh everyone 
Doom. Doom. There we go. All right, keeping that joke going until it dies a horrible death. Uh, Dune is probably the one that's going to take this, but I would look out in what could be its sole nomination. I don't have that to be the case, but Nightmare Alley, I think, is one we should look out for when it comes to at least being like number one or number two or number two, three, what have you. Uh, so, Sean, what do you have currently for the production design? What are some ones in the conversation? Yeah, um, I think Dune's going to get it. Obviously, I think that's going to be a winner. Um, Nightmare Alley will get nominated. West Side Story will get nominated. Um, I, the one that I think is going to get its sole nomination here will be Cyrano. Um, I think that that's really uh, that might get into the makeup and hairstyling as well, um, but I and costumes as well. Um, but like like Cyrano, I could see like even if it misses those other two, it should get into production design. Um, the last one um, I have going to two that are very stagey. Um, either French Dispatch or Tragedy of Macbeth. Um, I think one of those two could get the production design um, will be the fifth spot. Mm -hmm. I am almost five. I am. We are almost we're almost five for five on there. That's I find that to be hilarious. Literally, we're six for six, though. I will say that. But anyway, Dan, what do you have? Yeah, I got uh, Dune, but I think right on the heels of Dune and possibly overtaking dune is the french dispatch uh that, that production design's incredible in that i mean incredible in the french dispatch nightmare alley west side story which i'm not the biggest fan of but the production di design is pretty good in that cruella is one you gotta kind of keep an eye out in production design because as an outlier as an outlier it made the settings of, of the 70s that punk rock kind of feel setting of the of that that era of London, the cars and the clothes and the buildings and the and the backdrop of what they're doing. But what I I mean I would love to get in here that I don't think is going to get in is the last duel. I mm -hmm. want the last duel in production design because I think that freaking I felt cold. I felt like miserable in that in that. 13th century France that this movie took place in. And, and you can see like the, the sheep and the things in the background, the moving of the baskets, the people walking around. I really thought that set looked great, how each of those scenes was designed and, and whatnot. And it made it look more authentic to me. And I would love uh, uh, The Last Duel to get in there. But I do have Cruella in there as of right now with those other ones. Um, but French Dispatch is nipping on the heels of Dune, I think. It, he does do great in um, production design. Uh, Malcolm, what about for you? What do you have for the five for production design? I mean, I think we can uh, um, all agree there was so many good movies with good production design this year. <laughs> um, yes. For me, I've, for me, I've got Dune, Restored Story, French Dispatch, Nightmare Alley, and Belfast. Mm. See, okay, so interesting. What I'm looking at right now is Belfast. Did Belfast make it in for? I'm trying to look right now. Again, it, it, the only the only reason that I'm hesitant on Belfast, even though I know it's considered the front runner, is mainly because again it missed BAFTA, and every time it missed something for BAFTA, it should be the bread and butter for BAFTA that movie. Um, but it missed that. You could be right though. You could absolutely be right, and I could be overthinking it right now. Um, I personally think it's going to be. Uh, Basically, Sean and I are four for four. Dune, Nightmare Alley, West Side Story, The French Dispatch. But instead of Cyrano, I do have The Tragedy of Macbeth because I think it's going to cap out at three nominations on my list that I have right now. And this is one of them because the cinematography and production design kind of go hand in hand to me yeah. for that film. 
Um, but uh, that's what I believe to be the case at this moment. Um, but yeah, no, I think, wait a minute. So does that mean, so Friends Dispatch, do we think it like, is three nominations are probably what it's going to get, right? Three or two? Score and production design, I think. We'll just production be design. Okay. I'm trying to think if I had it in costumes. I'm going to find out real fast because it made it into BAFTA costumes. Um, all right. So that's what we have for production design. We're going to move right along to now. I have to get it up my gold derby costume makeup design. And... Oh, did I skip one? Yeah, because there's makeup and hairstyling then for me to do oh. the in costume. So oh, I have best makeup and hairstyling next. Yep. Interesting. Okay. Why does mine have costume design before makeup and hairstyling? Well, I already have costume design up. We'll go ahead and go with costumes. Uh, that was weird. Gold Derby, Daniel Montgomery, or are, are, what, what is what is up there? Uh, um, but for uh, costumes, what I have right now, I, I this is not Dunes to win. Surprisingly, I think... But Dunes in there. Oh, yes. Dunes in there. Okay. Say it with me. Dune. There we go. Again. <laughs> Have you run that into the ground yet? Uh, it's Cruella. I think Cruella is the number one, mainly based upon the flashiness. I, I love Cruella. Like Changing again, the costumes are just some of the best parts of the movie. It is. It's that montage is fantastic. Like I was so entertained just by the costume, the, the ingenuity of the costumes. I love that. I got Cruella. I have Dune. I have House of Gucci, West Side Story, and the French Dispatch. Uh, I do have French Dispatch in here for costume designs. However, that's kind of my outlier pick. I actually looking at it right now. Uh, I'm actually, you know what? I'm switching it to Nightmare Alley, which is the uh, it's the costume design um, five outside of House of Gucci, um, besides Cyrano. Um, so, uh, uh, Malcolm, what do you have for costume design? Um, for me, I've got Cruella, House of Gucci. Dune, Nightmare Alley, and Resort Story. Okay. Uh, so, Dan, what about for you? I got the exact same five as you guys. Really? Wow. I guess wow. I'm going to be the one who's different. Tell um, me. what do you, How are you different? So, I mean, I have um, I have winning Cruella. Um, I think that Cruella is going to be the winner. Um, I agree with you there, hopefully. Um, I have Dune and West Side Story. Um, I think that those two will get in. And then I think my last two um, are going to be House of Gucci um, and Spencer. Um, I think this will be one of the categories that Spencer gets into because it's uh, Jacqueline Duran, um, who is a very well-acclaimed uh, costume designer. Um, and so I think that she's going to get that fifth nomination. Um, even though the Academy does hate Spencer, I think it'll be there. Um, outside chances, uh, Nightmare Alley and Cyrano. Um, are the ones, but I, I think that Spencer is going to get that fifth spot. And I want to comment on what Sean said. I was thinking the exact same thing he was, except for the fact that Spencer is dying a slow death, and the fact that Spencer does have a part of the the movie. There's a subplot about the about the costumes, about the the things she has to wear. That's, That's a, true. It's kind of like a subplot in the movie. It's like, dang it, I wanted to put Spencer in there, but then it's been dying such a slow death. And I'm like, ah, I'm gonna knock it out. <laughs> I, I think it'll get in. I think it will. I might change my oh. mind before Tuesday morning. You're right. She just won two for Little Women. Yeah. Uh... yeah, yeah. I think, I think, I think she'll get a uh, the nomination. Yeah. I don't know. A lot of people don't have her in in their predictions, and I think they're underestimating it. I gotta see who do I knock out though. That's the problem. Who do I knock You're... out? You're right, because she basically got in. She she was double nominated for 2017 for Beauty and the Beast and Darkest Hour, 
which that's kind of incredible. She's been nominated almost subsequently for every movie that she has done recently. I, from what I'm looking at, again, don't hold me to that, but okay. Not every, she didn't get it for Mary Magdalene. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> she did that movie back in 2018. Yeah. Um, Nobody even saw Mary Magdalene. So that's no, wasn't Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix had a great year that year. He was in four movies that yeah. year. It was not that one, though. This is one of the four roles he had. He had a good year, actually. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I I have her in. Um, I think I think she'll get that last nomination. She's not going to win. Um, I, I think it'll either be Dune or Cruella. Uh, hopefully Cruella. But That's a role that needs this. But uh, I, I think that, that that'll be it. No, and I do agree with what Justin was saying, is that both the costume branch and the score branch can be very clicky and what they like to nominate... Um, yes, score branch in particular, I've known to be very, uh, at least I've heard to be very clicky. Um, I would imagine the best makeup and hairstyle now. Yes. We're about to go back, back down to that, but I'll just end by saying that. Yeah, no, I would not. Sean, you may have convinced me to put Spencer based upon, based upon Jacqueline Duran alone, but we will Uh, know. I will. I, I, I have until Tuesday. I have until Tuesday, Monday night, Monday night. Yeah. That's an excellent, ooh, excellent choice. All right, best makeup and hairstyling we have. We have the eyes of Tammy Faye is what my number one is right now. Um, but I'm going to hold off because there is a second. I have a number two right now. I think we can all agree. Dune. Dune. <laughs> so, uh, Malcolm, what are your five? So I've got Dune, House of Gucci, Nightmare Alley, The Suicide Squad, and The Eyes of Tammy Faye. All right, I have four, five, um, and quickly from Brian Nussbaum, he says Cruella is a lock for makeup. Uh, Sean, do you agree with that statement? Is that in I your do five? not agree? Actually, I don't <gasps> have that in my five. Um, I think number one is going to be House of Gucci um, for Jared Leto's Parmesan cheese skin and olive oil blood. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice callback. It's in there. It's in the five, Sean. It's in it the five. Is. I think it'll. I think it has a chance of winning. Um, I think Dune is obviously going to get nominated for the um, the Stellan Skarsgård and um, Dave Bautista group. Yes. Um, that the, that was phenomenal. That work. Um, I so think good. that Eyes of Tammy Faye um, will get makeup and hairstyling nomination. Um, I think that um, either Cyrano or West Side Story will get in. It'll be one of the two musicals. Um, I'm not sure which mm. one it'll be. And then my fifth spot, um, well, that would be my fifth spot. My fourth spot is one that I think everybody is underestimating um, that is definitely going to get nominated, and it's coming to America. <laughs> um, because it's it's the original one, I think, didn't it? Yes. Um, so, I have that too. <laughs> this is definitely getting nominated. Alone, the barbershop scene alone, have having those guys play all those different characters, and yeah. him, the Jewish guy, the... I mean, you got to put Coming to America in the mix here, I think. Yeah, I, th- I think Coming to America is getting a nomination, too. I think that if it weren't for House of Gucci and Dune, that it wouldn't even win. Um, but I think, I think House of Gucci and Dune is going to win. I think Change of Day wins this running away. Oh, I, I don't, don't think it's running away. Oh, well, oh we're going to find out. Away. Tammy Faye wins this running away. Disagree. Ooh. I think Ooh, that's your okay. third. Do you guys want to place a bet upon that? Place bragging no. right bets. Bragging no. right bets. We're not placing bets. I already don't want enough money. I don't want to lose any more. I mean, money. I, I will bet that a movie with where one of the characters is changed by makeup and hairstyling will win. 
Well, no, you no, win, I still, Malcolm. I still think it's going to be House of Gucci. All right, that's fair. I think it's going to be. It's going to. It's going to depend. Um, but um, yeah, Josephine says they do love old age makeup. That they, they, they do. They do love old age makeup. Um, uh, I mean, I'm just going back to. I was just going to see. Uh, yeah, coming to America didn't win when it was nominated for best makeup oh. that year. It oh, lost to Beetlejuice. It? Okay. it lost to Beetlejuice. Oh. Okay, um, I mean that's that's a good thing to lose to though. Uh, uh, but yeah. but going back, um, I think there could be a chance Cerno could get in because uh, back in 1990, a so, um, a French version of Cyrano de Bergerac got nominated for Best Makeup. Um, but that was also, I mean, the original Cyrano de Bergerac tale is about a guy with a long nose. Yep. Um, and I, I like how we both made that, that hand yep. gesture. Um, but like, like that's what the makeup was nominated for, was for that. It, that's not the case they, here in this movie. No. no, didn't they add hairstyling later? If I'm not mistaken, like it was just makeup for a while, correct? Or has it always been hairstyling? I'm not sure about that, but I mean, the hairstyling in Cyrano is phenomenal. Yeah, like I'm not going to discount it that, but I, I, I think, I don't know. I, I think it'll either go to that or West Side Story, um, for that fifth spot, like one of the mm -hmm. two musicals. I will say uh, it would be hilarious if the, if the Suicide Squad won again for makeup. That would be kind of hilarious if that was the case. Uh, I think it's six I personally. So it could be. A, I, it could I, be I could see that being like seven for me. I think six is whichever musical doesn't get nominated. That's true. Um, and for me, it's the Eyes of Tammy Faye, Dune, House of Gucci, Coming to America, and Cruella. I think that based upon you know just the fact that if Cruella's going to win costuming, I, I want to see it maybe get into one more. Maybe yeah. I don't know. We'll see. It's not necessary upon it winning. I I don't think it has to get nominated to win costume design. I just think it's going to bring in at least one more thing because the makeup the makeup and hairstyling is a part of the costumes and I think it's really good. Yeah. Um, man, I love Cruella. Um, as yeah. A, um, trashy as it is. <laughs> the, it's not trashy. The category was like the, the last 30 minutes are kind of like where we kind of go off the rails, I will say. <laughs> With the entire <laughs> subplot, she's yeah, the wrong word. But anyway, Malcolm, go ahead. Uh, the category of be, uh, was known as best makeup from the 1960s all the way to 2012, when that's when they incorporated the hairstyling. In. Okay. So yeah. Thank you. Um, and and I'll be mean, just on the note of Cruella because it was mentioned in the comments. Um, I don't. The reason I, I don't think the makeup and hairstyling was remarkably good i mean it was good but um i don't think it is good enough to become up against um changing actors into a different person using that. prosthetics there, right yeah because i mean there's at least three or four that we've mentioned like the source of god tammy faye hasaguchi and coming to america that all do that and personally, right. I think the makeup effects in the sequel to Coming to America is not as good as what they were in the original, which is why I don't want it to be nominated. I agree that they're not as good. I think it's only enough to get a, a nomination. Um, but I think that it's still going to get the nomination. Dan, did, you, did I ask you what your five were? Uh, a while back. Um, yeah, okay, I'm on Cruella, Dune, How to Gucci, Coming to America. Yeah, I'm good. Right. I'm on board with you guys, uh, except for Malcolm here. So we're good to Perfect. go. Let's get on to uh, best editing. No, I agree. With all that in mind, we're going to move right on to best film editing. My personal favorite. It can be the worst category. Bohemian Rhapsody. 
Or it could be the best category, Dunkirk. See, one year from each other, one of the best and one of the worst. Oh, we love to but see let's it. Let's say let's let's say our favorite word. Dune. Dune, everybody. Dune. Dune. And I currently have this at number one at the moment. But uh Dan, what do you have for I'm guessing you have Dune at number one? But I yeah, can honestly he... see it doesn't necessarily mean I don't I don't think it's locked. I don't think Dune is locked in editing as some of the other craft categories, but what do you have? Yeah, I have Dune, Belfast, Power of the Dog, Don't Look Up, West Side Story. All right. Okay. I'm curious. Well, I think you could add like a Spider-Man No Way Home as a potential for editing. Because there's some really – because when – when spoiler – when you're doing the, this, the rings, like when 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 uh, Jacob Batalon's doing the rings, you see – in the background, in the you have a characters in alleys or on top of buildings, and then so that kind of editing is really flashy because in the foreground you have people in a in a room, and then you have people in the background within the, within those rings. That's some really interesting flashy editing to be able to fit all that together and make it look good. True, but they did also that in Avengers Endgame, and that got nothing but visual effects, I will say. Because right. remember the big portal scene, the yeah. big famous one that's still fantastic, and I love that scene yeah, so much. It's a great scene. It's a great scene. Still, like, ultimately missed. And I don't think Spider-Man No Way Home, if there's going to be a flashy one that's more of the akin to, like, the winner of a previous year, like a Born Ultimatum, or the Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, No Time to Die, I think, will fill that spot. But I don't think it's making it in personally based solely upon the fact that it, it it listen skyfall and casino royale both got bafta and a uh ace eddies but they both missed at the oscars at the end of the day um i don't know why they have against that i think it's great editing but i don't think it's going to make it in um but when you deal uh, with three spider-men flipping around trying to knock out six, five different villains and to make that look good that is some damn good editing they did have to cut around a lot of things. Uh, Sean, what do you have for your five? Yeah, so I have Dune as number one. Um, number two, Don't Look Up. Number three, West Side Story. Um, <clears throat> number four, I think, will probably be either Power of the Dog or Belfast. Um, but the one that I think is going to get in that's kind of undersung, um, which is an intentional pun, uh, is Coda. Um, I think that Coda could get a nomination. And um, I think part of, like, I think the scene that really sets it apart. Um, is have you guys seen Coda? Yes. The last scene, um, where she's auditioning and she's singing and doing the uh, sign language to the song, um, that is one of the best edited scenes in any movie last year. Um, I think personally, um, I could see No Time to Die upsetting, um, and getting in over like Coda or Belfast or um, yeah, or uh, but I I think that I think that Coda. Um, it's a pretty good pick for this one. No, you're right. I was. I, I think we mentioned a good, this a yeah. while on one of the episodes that Coda could get into editing because of the sign language and the talking and the back and forth between people. That is some damn good editing. <coughs> we we actually did mention this a while That's ago. I don't. I, I can't remember exactly when we mentioned it, but we did mention it. So that would say that's an that's an excellent point, and I'm thinking I didn't even think about that. That'd be an excellent choice, um, Malcolm. What about for you? Um, so my number one is Power the Dog. Um, I've got Belfast. I've got Licorice Pizza. I've got Dune, and I've got Don't Look Up. I am considering switching out Dune for No Way Home, um, but I'm just. I mean, oh. there's well, I 
I want to be bold, but, but like, I do agree with <laughs> Dan that um, that there was a lot of good edited sequences in No Way Home, like especially the fight of between Spider-Man and Doctor Strange um, for one. Because, I mean, that whole frenetic editing is really is done really well. But yeah, were they in the the mirror dimension? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was well edited. Uh, I will say this is the one where I kind of scoured the most as much as I possibly could. Um, I don't have West Side Story making it into this mainly because it's missed Ace Eddie's and it has missed BAFTA. No film has made it in since but that has missed both since B- Dallas Buyers Club made it in back in Lord knows whenever that was. And that made it in based upon the fact that you had someone like Matthew McConaughey that was going to be steamrolling um, for that I, entire season. I mean, my counterpoint, um, yes. Oscars editing is not really an editing uh, award. Um, Ouch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, a lot of people talk about it more as like a precursor for like the movie that's getting the acclaim. Um, Popularity contest. A, yeah. Um, there was a while where it was like whatever one editing one best picture um, is what Not people true said. Anymore. Which, like that. That's what people said though. Yes, um, they did. But which it was proven wrong many times. Um, but like I don't know. I think West Side Story has enough acclaim, um, even though it's not good, that it will get into the editing um, with the nomination. I, I just have a hard time seeing that based solely upon the fact that if it's not getting the industry support that it needs. Now, granted, yes, of course, like there are some reasons like it didn't get screeners out in time for something like SAG or whatnot. I just because it's missed out on mostly any, anything like besides like DGA or PGA, a lot of below the line things. And the fact that it missed Ace Eddie's and Tick Tick Boom got in above it. You're right. It, it could be completely popularity. But I also have West Side Story and my predictions not having a great day um spoiler alert we'll get to that a little bit later um i would be shocked if it made it in but it could totally make it in there is precedent for that which is why like you know i i think it's going to be the exact five that malcolm has said dune power of the dog belfast don't look up and licorice pizza uh but the fact that don't look up also missed bafta and the fact that they gave it to hank corn for vice they literally gave him the BAFTA for Vice, but he missed out for Don't Look Up. I'm hesitant to that one, but it's just so flashy and in your face that it's hard for me to not pick that. And I don't know what else to pick unless I have to go with the traditional West Side Story. This is one I've picked apart a lot, so I can't exactly say, yes, this is what's going to happen. There's probably going to be an outlier at the end of the day, but these are the five that I'm semi-confident with. Um, but... No, that's what I have for film editing. So wait, does anyone have licorice pizza besides Malcolm and I? No. No, okay. And I'm only going with that based upon the fact that it got in BAFTA and, and Ace Eddie, and I'm probably, I'm probably going way too deep into the statistics upon this one because I love the category so much. Um, uh, yes. I hate the category so much. It's oh, a bad no. category. I mean, it's it should be a good category, but just the things they give it to are embarrassing sometimes. Well, they, I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We don't, talk we don't about, even want to get into that. We don't talk about that. There was an entire episode of this podcast where I went on a rant about why on earth they wanted to give it to a trash, something like that. Because, listen, even if I don't care for some of the winners, I'm never like, wow, that's a trash movie you guys gave that to. Uh, that's the first time I've ever been that's a trash movie that I've seen, anyway. <laughs> I like Bohemian Rhapsody, actually. It wasn't an awful film. Terrible it's movie, just, but yeah. the editing is terrible. Yeah, the editing is bad. Yeah. I'm on the. I, I hate that movie with a burning passion. Well, uh, so man, that's my, me. my big bugaboo is that they forget about Rocket Man completely. Forget about everything. Yes. Else that. 
And it's like they and Bohemian Rhapsody is like the greatest thing since sliced bread. I'm like, what did you not realize? Rocket Man no. isn't as good, if not better than, but you know. So that's my whole thing. But yeah. we don't want to get into all. Yes. That. Let's get into the cinematography. Anyway. No, I was about to say we're gonna go right into best cinematography. Uh last time we're gonna say it because it's the last craft. Dune. Mm. There we go. All right, we got. I'm gonna start us off. We got Dune. Uh, this might be one of the most clear-cut five, six, maybe. Uh, we're gonna have Dune, Tragedy of Macbeth, Power of the Dog, Nightmare Alley, and I think this last spot might be up in the air. But I have because based upon the fact that it's the front runner, I have Belfast. Um, so Sean, do you agree? I have the exact same five with West Side Story potentially uprooting Belfast. Yes. That's yes. exactly what I have. The same exact thing with Belfast at five, but West Side Story potential as the sixth that could get in there. It all depends how well they want to represent Bel uh, West Side Story. And if, if it represents, it's going to get into categories like this. I will say, though, that I do have a seven that could come from behind and steal things. And that would be Liquor's Pizza um, because it's gorgeous 70 millimeter photography, you know? Um, I could definitely see that coming in and stealing it, um, stealing the day. Good. Um, I, also I don't like think it will, but I, I could see that being like, an, like a long shot, like a very dark horse. I also like The Last Duel, but I mean, the cinematography in The Last Duel is great. It's, probably, it's not going to get in because they're just not going to put it in anything. I think its best shot is production design, but I, I don't know about that either. But yeah, these five seem like the five right now. Malcolm, what about for you? Do you have that as the five? I've got The Power of the Dog, Dune, Treasure McBeth, Red Sod Story, and Belfast. So okay. the only one you don't have is Nightmare Alley. So Okay. Again, Ian Watson has been making the rounds. He <laughs> has. Get I think he's going to get in here because he's been making the rounds. He's been doing interviews all over the place. This guy is like a guy that you never see this guy out. out and I, about. You never see cinematographers out and about trying to Dickens. buzz up. Buzz up uh, and Dan Lobson's been doing stuff, and he wants to get in. He wants well, to get in here. Don't forget Deacons. Roger Deacons, that man. That yeah, was, Roger Deacons. Yeah, well, he's the... He's sir the, Roger Deacons, excuse me. He's the he's goat as sir. far as we're all concerned, you know? Agreed. So I think we're all in agreement. This kind of a package deal. It's between these six with... I don't know what else could come out of nowhere, but it's one of these six. I think we're all in agreement to that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So um, let's move on to uh, Best Original yep. Screenplay. I'm already on it. So Best Original, original Screenplay. Or... We're huh? going to start with Original. Okay. Best Original Screenplay we're going to start with. So Best Original Screenplay. Uh, Dan, go ahead and tell me, what do you have? This is another one that I think is kind of locked up at this point, honestly. Oh, like, this I seems... disagree. <gasps> so for adapt for Original oh, Screenplay. Wait, go. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm thinking of... No, yeah, original screenplay. No, please, yeah, yeah go ahead, Dan. I'm curious. I got a uh, Liquor's Pizza, Being the Ricardos, Belfast, King Richard, Don't Look Up. Those are, I mean, that's the five. Because if you go look at the Writers Guild, go mm -hmm. look who what you won't look at Writers Guild because they're kind of out of they're, they're, they're remember half of basically half the movies were ineligible. So I'm not giving too much credence to the to the Writers Guild this year personally. But this is the five. I, I think this is pretty much what you're going to get. And I think you're going to get a licorice pizza win for PTA. I think it's going to be his first Oscar win. 
that I, I do think I agree with that. Before we get to Sean, because I know you definitely are in disagreement, um, I'd love to hear what that is. But first, Malcolm, what do you have? I've got the exact same five as Dan. Um, I've got Don't Look Up, Lucas Pizza Bean, Ricardo's, King Richard, and Belfast. And I mean, I've, it, I mean, it, like, if this is the five, I think being the Cardos could win because the Academy does like Sorkin. Um, well, not but, the director. an Oscar for screenplay yet. But um, won for she won for Social Network, right? So I'm pretty sure. Is, oh, she's got an Oscar. PTA doesn't have an Oscar, so I think this is PTA's best shot at an Oscar he's had in a long, long time. Which we'll get into the winner later. But Sean, you are adamant, sir, that this is not locked up. So I'm curious no. how much of what we have that you have, and what do you expect to be? I'm guessing. I agree with the top four. I think oh, that it's sorry. Licorice Pizza, being the Ricardo's, Belfast, and Don't Look Up. Okay. Um, those are the four. Oh. The fifth one um, is Mass. I think Mass is going to get it. There's a lot of love for Mass. Um, oh, don't do this life. to me. He loves Mass. Uh, I love Mass, mass too. Um, but I yes. think there's a lot of love for Mass among writers, and I think that that'll edge out King Richard. Um, it's possible that King Richard gets in. I have King Richard as my sixth. I mean, then as my seven, I have Come On, Come On, because 20th Century Women did the same thing where it was the sole nomination for that movie, even though Come On, Come On is not good. Um, but Mass, Ooh. I think, is going to be your number five. Um, I'm very staunch on it. <laughs> I, I think that Mass, think I really that. think that Mass has that chance of getting that nomination. If if you are right, I am going to be so ecstatic. Do you think that's going to be the lone screenplay nomination? Like, Oh, I know what you're. We'll get into that in a second. Well, I know what I think you're doing. You, uh, you got to look at it. Sometimes in these screenplay categories, you got to look at the best picture contenders. And if something is a best picture contender, which King Richard is, and with Will Smith and whatever, I think you got to find places you could put King Richard. And I think this is a good place to put King Richard as a as giving it some nominations. I mean, That's why yeah. I got King, Richard. King Richard has a good screenplay and it's a crowd pleaser and I think it could get nominated, but I don't know. I think Mass, Mass is a very theatrical screenplay. It is a brilliantly written screenplay. It is. Um, it is. No doubt they, about it. I think they're going to, they're going to go for it. Okay. That's fine. Sean, if you are right, sir, oh, I will be, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to call, I'm going to be like, Hey, Sean called it, and I'm so glad that he got it right because I would love that. I just don't have the guts at this point to do something like that because it has missed literally. I don't, I mean, critical, critical. It's gotten a lot of critics, uh, group wins, but nothing big major. I would have utterly adore it though if it made it in. So I'm holding out. I'll let Mass be my six at this point. Um, but I love the guts that you have shown there. Um, so moving yeah. on to, I mean, oh, go I, ahead, I think... Malcolm. Yeah, I was about to say, because I think arguably what people are saying at the moment is the big front runner for this category is Belfast, because that was the, that was the one everyone was saying is the, the one they fit um, was, um, was met because the missing it writers group, people were shocked by that. Well, I because it was ineligible is the thing, and that's why the Writers Guild, I don't have a lot of the... I don't have a lot of faith in the Writers Guild much now, yeah. because... Why would you do that? Yeah, no, what as many as that. I know there was an article I was reading um, when Wise School came out, like, because they, they, 
bizarre because we rattled off a whole bunch of the movies that were ineligible. Then they said like the two big Oscar front runners for both adapted and original, um, Belfast, and we'll get to it. We're getting to adapted now. I'll yeah, it, so, yeah. Which again, we all know Power <laughs> of the Dog was ineligible for the WGA. Yeah. Um, but right now, um, okay. So because we ended with Sean, I want to hear what Sean has for this one for your five, sir. What do you have for these five for best adapted screenplay? Yeah, so I think that number one is the one that's going to win it. It's going to be Power of the Dog. Yeah. Um, even though I don't like the movie, it's going to win it. Um, oh. oh, I hate the movie. <gasps> Terrible movie. Um, it looks pretty, but I didn't care for the movie. Um, number two, Drive My Car. I think this will be uh, a pretty good area for Drive My Car to get in. It's my favorite screenplay of the year. It's my favorite film of the year. Um, but I, I do think that that one has a good chance there. Um, the rest, I don't think are as strong. Um, I think there's Dune is going to be in there. Um, I think Lost Daughter will be in there. Um, last spot, I could see going to Coda. I could see going to Passing, even though I absolutely am frustrated with that movie. I don't think it's a terrible movie, but it makes me very angry. Um, West Side Story and Nightmare Alley. I, I, Sean, you've sent me on a roller coaster of our genuine shareable love for mass, and then suddenly your dislike for passing my one and two of the year. How could you do this, sir? Passing the ending of that movie makes me so angry. It just makes me so angry because of its implications. Um, fair, it just, fair. The, well, like, I, like the, the thematic implications it has are problematic. Like, it is probably the most problematic thing I've seen of any film this year. Interesting. I did not get that whatsoever, but I'm so curious as to the. We'll, we'll talk about that at a later date because I know we have to get going situated upon that because I'm, 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 it's, it is the, the ending, the implications that they have, be it ambiguous or whatnot, are really fascinating, regardless to me personally. Um, anyway, so, uh, Dan, what do you have? Power of the Dog, Dune, Coda. The Lost Daughter, Drive My Car. Those are my five, and those are the five I'm sticking with. And Jane Campion, she's going to win for The Power of the Dog. I would love to see Dune win this, but I don't think it's going to happen. All right. Well, I again, it's made it everywhere besides Power. Besides Power of the Dog, I think it's Dune is made everywhere where it needs to. WGA, well, we don't talk about WGA. Uh, Malcolm, what do you have? Um, I've got Power of the Dog, Dakota, Dune, Resolve Story, and Tick, Tick, Boom. Um, Ooh. Interesting. um but i am considering maybe switching out tick tick boom because drive my car got into the wga did it not no it's drive my car you said right yeah that was ineligible of course oh. of course it was <laughs> everything good was ineligible right i i thought i saw it in a screenplay category somewhere but Maybe it wasn't WJ. <laughs> At this point, I, did it? Didn't my, yeah, my, I might have been? It might have been BAFTA. It did. It made it into. But, um, but yeah, I mean, my main reason for switching Tactic Boom out is because I don't think we're getting two musicals in here. Um, but um, it's just one of those ones that I don't didn't really have any idea what to switched out for when i was looking at it early just before going live but yeah yeah i mean i i think that west side story has a good chance of getting in because it is um kushner who is yep. beloved um so i i i think i currently have that as my like six um Same. right now i could see that knocking out either coda or june um out of the five 
no, I, I I agree. I think I think that is the six, and this one is definitely there. There are more options, but they're kind of more top heavy, if anything. Um, yeah, I I, I think as much as I, I, Tick Tick Boom would be a really cool not, uh, in, uh, inclusion, but we'll have to see because I also have Power of the Dog, Coda, The Lost Daughter, Drive My Car, and Dune. Dan and I are simpatico upon that. Um, did Linman Rail write the screenplay for Dune, no. or was it someone? Oh, it wasn't. Tick tick, we did. Yes, tick tick boom. Yeah, he did. Uh, not. No, he did not. So, no Oscar for him. I'm now trying to imagine Lin Manuel Miranda writing the <laughs> screenplay for Dune. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be a musical nonetheless. Um, all right, we are down to the so actors, director, and the picture. So, we're going to try to get through these as best as fast as we possibly can. So, we're going to have best supporting actor. Uh, I'm going to start with you, Malcolm. Malcolm. Who do you have, and why is it Troy Kotzer and Cody Smith McPhee? Um, because I mean, arguably they're probably the two frontrunners, but they've been popping yeah. up just be everywhere they're at the moment. Um, but yeah, for supporting actor, I've got Cody Smith McPhee, Troy Kotzer, Jared Leto, um, Bradley Cooper, and just because he got um, made an appearance at the band, because <laughs> I think he could come up again, Jesse Plemons. Hmm. That's a that is a that's a hey that's an absolute possibility that could transpire if they really love the power of the dog um dan what do you have for best supporting actor i have right here uh obviously i mean cody smith mcphee if he doesn't win this it'd be an absolute tragedy uh troy kotzer is nipping at his heels it'd be wow what a what a crazy upset that would be Kieran Hines, I think of the Belfast boys, it look, is looking good now. Um, I look. Everybody knows this. It's not a. It's not a, a secret. I would love Ben Affleck to get in here. I loved him in the Tender Bar. Um, and I. I mean, it seems like Bradley Cooper's been getting in places, and it's like really Bradley. I mean. And I've been chipped, and I've been saying this like a broken record. He won our guild, which I cannot believe he won our guild. You, have, you love that guild. point. <laughs> I, I don't understand how he won our guild, but he did. So that's <laughs> just based off of that. I've been putting him in, in this game. I mean, he won a lot of other guilds too, though. I, so, you know, he got a side nomination. If, if I had my drugs, I'd love to see Ben Affleck get in here. I just. I just have a God. I want him to get in, but Kieran Hines, Cody Smith, would be Troy Kotzer. Those three are like. <laughs> what was that sound effect? What do you have against Poi? Those poor people, Dan. <laughs> yeah, I mean they're the locks. They're the, just the no-brainers, you know. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, we we're getting. I mean, I look. I love the Oscars and I love the Academy Awards and I love this time of season, but I don't like the exact same thing we're getting week after week after week and all these different things i want some variations and so i'd love to see like a ben affleck get in here and say oh my god ben affleck got in wow what a I, I mean you could argue the baftas wasn't exactly the same as we've had been <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, <that's true. laughs> actress and ben, those categories are just wild they're just wild i don't i don't i don't that's out of left field those are left field the baftas sometimes can be yes. just weird but uh um, yeah i'd love to see ben get in i, I just have a kind of a, a thing for him for uh, the tender, but I really, really liked him in that movie. You do. 
Um, quickly, uh, Leo Logan says, Cody, Troy, Affleck, Cooper, and Kieran Hines are my top five. That's a solid five right there. Five and I him. think that's exactly. Um, as a solid five, I think. Uh, Sean, do you disagree with that five? Um, yeah, I think there's somebody that people aren't picking um, that'll be in. Um, I think we've got McPhee, Cooper, Hines, and Kotzer are your four. Um, I think the fifth one, I, I actually have him in three. Um, and I think it's Simmons. Um, I think that being the Ricardos has a surprising amount of love um, from from that. Like, like it'll get a surprising amount of love from that group. Um, so I think that Simmons will get in. Um, outside chances, I have Isaacs possibly getting in um, as like a long shot, like a dark horse. Bleecker Street has been campaigning the heck out of that movie. Um, so they've done a lot of awards events in New York and L.A. <clears throat> so I could see that paying off for them. Um, Dornan, maybe, but um, I don't think that Dornan will get in over Heinz. I mean, then Leto, possibly. I hope not. Um, he does not deserve to be rewarded for his Parmesan cheese skin and olive oil blood. Um, but, or the or the lines of uh, Reggiata that he did. Uh, <laughs> this is, you gotta I'm really good to see how the Gucci did. Please, this is one of the most contentious categories in the entire thing, though. I mean, you legitimately have 10 people that could get into five spots here. I mean, that is one of the most – that's what I like. I like contention. I like just variation that you don't know what you're going to get until Tuesday morning. Do I? Do you guys agree with that? Yes. Okay. I, I think I think we know at least four that are going to get into this. I think the fifth one is a bit of a toss-up, and it's the biggest toss-up of them all, I think. I think you're, you're talking three here. I think Cody – Troy and Kyrian Hines. Those are the three. The other two spots, it could be anybody. I uh, I will say, I will add upon the fact that I, I do still think it's three. While I do have Bradley Cooper in, I still consider the world where I think he misses, but I have him in based upon the fact that there is a lot of love for licorice pizza, especially at BAFTA yeah. that we saw. There's a lot of love for licorice pizza, and I think he gets in based upon that alone. Yeah. Um, but JK's a good good one. I have him as six, yeah, uh, Sean. So JK's got a shot, and he's one here. And you, we know what they think about people yes. winning twice. Yeah, love their t- their twice. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I would actually argue there's two locks because I, um, I think Cody and Troy are probably locks. Kieran Hines is one of those ones that it's going to depend on if the um on where they go because didn't both of them miss egg? They did. Um, so yeah, so and, um because I was almost like when I knocked it when I decided um earlier to take out Kieran and put someone else in, it, to me it was either gonna be JK Simmons or Jesse Clemens. <laughs> I chose I, I I I chose to go for Clemens because um he's got a lot of love or uh, across the place. Like there, there's a few goods in which he was um there and supporting over Cody and or he was they're both there. So um, but yeah, I think it is probably going to be JK or Jesse that gets in if one of them do. I just get, don't really know which one yet at this point. Yeah, the dog I'd, boys did get in at uh, didn't they? Yeah, both of them the, got in. The dog boys made it in, and I think you're going to get them in. I think there's a more likely chance of them both getting in in comparison to both Belfast boys getting in. I think that's a higher probability. And you um, think over in BAFTA, the Belfast boys would have both got in, but surprisingly, no, yeah, the, the, boys get in you know, the more American film had both actors go in, but it's also a jury committee system, so go yeah. figure. 
we'll know what the, we know what the top two vote getters are. So we're going to go see. Um, all right. So I'm, I'm going to quickly, we're going to end this out by saying, uh, all right. So Troy and Cody and Kieran Hines, I think we're all in agreement. They're in. And then the argument can be made. Bradley Cooper is also in. We all have those four, correct? I didn't yeah. have Kieran Hines. Oh, wait, you don't have Kieran um, Hines. Wait, so you have Clemens no, I said and... I took him out. Uh, yeah. Oh, um, you took I, him out. Okay. Yes, yeah, so I've got Cody, Coy, Leto, okay. Cooper, and Clemens. Wow. Okay, yeah, Clemens and Leto. Interesting. Yes. Group. Okay, well, I have Leto too. I don't want him in, but I have him I in. Debating. I, I, honestly, I mean, I was look, debating putting him in. And he I, gets and I a just... lot of love at the Oscars of late. I mean, he had a little thing last time. Last year. He missed out the Oscars, yeah. but he did get SAG and he got the Golden Globe, which again, I still don't know how that happened. It was a weird year. We won't talk about it. Um, but Brian Nussbaum says I could see Mike Feist making it in if he had made it into something that was not, I mean, he could have been like what number two vote getter. I think whatever the two top vote getters were for BAFTA are going to get in here, but I think that's Troy Kotzer and Cody Smith McPhee. I think that's who the top yep. two vote getters were. Yep. Um, do y'all disagree with that? Yep. I agree. Well, Feist was one of the, the, the ones that the jury got into to best supporting over in BAFTA. I, I think so. Troy and, um, Troy and Cody were the top two vote getters. And uh, Leo Logan, uh, imagine if Leto gets an Oscar and a Razzie nod for Gucci. I think that's totally possible, and I'd love that world that we live in for the chaos alone. Um, bring us all it. together in our okay. love and our hate. I mean, it, it happened with Glenn Close last year. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is true. Let's get um, uh, best supporting yep. now. So best supporting, best supporting actress we're gonna go for. This one I think is the most locked up, or not locked up, pardon my phrase. This one is the most, I think we might have a consensus in the five that there has been at least a consensus, it feels like. So for me, um I have Ariana DeBose, I have Kirsten Dunst, I have Katriana Balf, I have Anjanu Ellis, and Ruth Nega. I want to hear y'all. It's my five. Same five. Sean, is that your? I five? do not have Nega in. That's um, what I. That's what I. Who I'm debating right now. Who else do you have? I have it down to four people. Um, for that last spot. Ooh. Um, I have it. Um, I have Nega as my six. Um, I have Dowd as my five. I'm really hoping Dowd gets in. Um, <laughs> Sean, you're making me excited. I, I'm putting a lot of my, uh, a lot of my, um eggs in that mass basket um i have blanchett getting in or blanchett is like a potential getting in for nightmare alley um and then dench um is the last one that i have as a possibility is there a place where uh rita moreno or marley matlin their movies bring in their respective uh films like is there a reason that marley matlin comes out of nowhere and is that one because i feel like almost every year there's someone without any coming out of nowhere i could see moreno coming out of nowhere though Mm-hmm. Do you guys agree with that statement? Anything else? You have one that's going to come out of nowhere, or this thing you think this Moreno, is alive? Things are starting not to look so good for her, and that's why I just don't think she's got a chance. Right. I think this is the five. I mean, Nega has been starting to get into places, and she's getting into Baptist. She's getting in SAG. She's gonna. I think you got, and then you you can't knock out any of the other four: uh, Debose, Ellis, Dunstan, Bow. Yep. So that's. I think this is as good as. But next to, I think, original screenplay, this could be the, one of the most locked categories and maybe animation of, of the whole night or the whole morning. 
I mean, I think if anyone comes out of nowhere for this, um, it's either going to be Marley Matlin or um, I'm not going to even try to pronounce her name, but what's her name from the worst person in the world um, to get some She's international flavour? Yeah. Lead action. Oh. Yeah, we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> she would be in supporting. But that is good. good name. Good no, no name, Malcolm, even though you wanted to say the name. Well, I will say, I will say, I do wish Anderson Daniels Lee was in contention for Best Supporting Actor. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, I will also quickly add as well, too, that um, even though Andrew Ellis from, missed... Uh, Boom and Best Supporting Actor, I liked... Uh, oh, yeah, uh, um, Robin DeJesus. I, uh, really boy, if he could... Yes. I mean, I'd love for really him good. To be in. That would be, I mean, not not at the expense of Ben Affleck, but I'd like to. <laughs> I yes, do like well, him. Uh, I will say, even though Anshu Ellis missed SAG, I do think again, SAG, I, I I think that she's still like I think she she is safe in this instance, mainly because I think yeah. that there is still enough critical love for King Richard. Um, um did she, she she got in BAFTA, didn't she? She did, yeah. but I I don't think she was top two. Who do we think was the top two? Yeah, was I it... think she was top two. I think her and Debose were top two. You don't think Belf? Yeah, because of uh, I was looking, I was watching um, somebody, and they were reading off the top two, and they were saying the two names that were the top, and they were said Belf. I mean, uh, Debose and uh, Alice were the two. Were Who the said two that? Two. I'm curious. Um, somebody read it. They were reading them off, and how they were reading them. They were naming the top two first. If you watched, if you watched the way they were announcing them, the top two were the two. Then everybody else was the other ones afterwards. All right, so maybe they, it was Alf. I don't know. I mean, well, who knows? When they announced them, they did, did it by. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. I did it by. Um, uh, they were in alphabetical order. I'm pretty sure. I think All so right. because if that was the case, Will Smith was last in actor. Well, so. no, because somebody, I, I, I think it was, I was watching a gold derby slugfest or mm. one of the things, and they were, they knew who was the top two get vote getter somehow. I, and they I were would telling love, me while I mean, yeah. watching. I mean, I, 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 I think it's know. a case of that may have speculated it. I mean, just based on the way they yeah. say, it, I don't think they actually knew for a fact that there was a case. Okay. If they All did, right. please tell us. We would love to know. Yeah. Um, All right. Yeah, I, I think that um, yeah, those are your five. I think we're all in agreement that that Ariana Debose is probably the, the she's number one at this yeah, point. I, I any disagreements? I no, not at mm. all. And in irony of all ironies, what's her face did win the same word. Now, real quick, we don't want to be on this all day, but hmm? how many times has different actors won an Oscar for the same role? We know Robert De Niro and Marlon Brando. We also we have uh, Joker, Joaquin Phoenix and Heath Ledger. Joaquin Phoenix, and, and so that's twice. Would this be the third time this has happened? For the same role, two actors Maybe? for the same role? Um, I mean... That's something to look at. For well, I, I I, mean, I, I think this is... Because uh, I, I think... Yeah, I think it's not happened a lot just because they had... Because I think this is the... like. The remakes don't do a lot of good at, at the Oscars. Um, I think this is the first remake in a while, which I think has been in contention for the Oscars. Because I mean, um, and I and also with the um, Heath Ledger and 
Yakin Phoenix um man there were two different categories as well so I don't know if you could include that fullest because well yes it's the same character but they were nope. but one of them was yeah. lead the other supporting so yes you're right it's fair. 100% all right, so moving on to best actor. Actually, well, I will say one thing about Ann Dowd. Again, I would love it if Ann Dowd was the, was in there. And again, Sean, your love for her might convince me just to put Ann Dowd in over. I love uh, Ann Dowd, who I also love. So. She's gonna get in. The, um, did you so. go through this when we were doing the SAG predictions? I mean, some, oh, I think it was Abe that was putting my hopes oh, up. Oh, no, I'm, I'm, I can't. I, I can't. Down in the I I don't know. I could still. I I, I still see it being a chance. I hope so. I genuinely hope so. Don't get me um, in up with all this mass talk. I know, Sean. right? <laughs> My favorite film of the year. All right. Um, best actor. Best actor. So, uh, Malcolm, tell me. I think we all have four, if I'm not mistaken. So, tell me, who are your top four at the moment, Malcolm? Um. So, my top four, um, So, for me, best actor is like Will Smith, Benedict Cumberbatch, Andrew Garfield, Javier Bardem, and I've got Denzel Washington. Oh, there. okay. So he's your fifth Denzel Washington. Yeah, I mean, he missed um, BAFTA. And it, don't, don't. And it's, it's, don't. You can't it's use that as a, as a, as a way. Well, I mean, well, he, in, has, uh, he has never got into BAFTA. He's won two Oscars, been nominated six times. I mean, you can't use that as, 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 as evidence. I, I'm trying to help you out here. I, I, Go ahead, Malcolm. I mean, I was about to say, it's like, um, I, I personally don't. I mean, I've seen. I mean, I haven't seen the whole movie. I've seen various clips of um, Washington's performance. I don't like his performance in those clips I've seen. Okay. Uh, um, so, uh, and I, I don't think he's a solid. Uh, right. I have him as my five as well. Um, I actually have the exact same lineup as you, just in a different order. Um, oh wow! Yeah, okay. I, have I have one different person than those guys. Same. And I was about to say, I think we all, I think we all have Smith, Cumberbatch, Garfield, and Washington. Yes. We all have them in various levels yep. or whatnot. Yep. The fifth spot or the fourth, however you see it, that last person, I think to me could be varied. Uh, it's to me. All right. First, I want to hear Sean, who do you first? have? No, I have no, I was saying, the Sean, order, Cumberbatch, Smith, Garfield, Bardem, Washington. Um, and then as my two outsiders, I have Dinklage and Hoffman. Okay. So you got Bardem and Malcolm's got Bardem. And I don't have Bardem. Who do you have, Dan? And Manny doesn't have Bardem, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming. So nope, I don't. I have Peter Dinklage. I've been on the Peter Dinklage have... for a long time, ever since I saw Cyrano back in late November. I, I just think if more people I'm hoping the voters see this movie and see his performance. But his his rant about midgets and all this stuff lately is not doing him any any favors. I mean, I mean to well, be fair, in our guild, later. half of the people had not seen that movie and he still got a runner-up yes. spot in our guild. So like that like half the people had not seen the movie and he still did really super well. So I mean That's his performance is great. Oh, um, I could he's see phenomenal. it being enough to edge out Washington. Um, That'd be you think funny. Bardem's in? You really? Do oh, think I think Bardem's, Bardem's in. in. Wow, I think okay, Bardem's wow. four. Holy moly! 
See, okay, maybe I'm the one. Maybe I'm the one who is the outlier here, and I'm merely going on this because I think that this movie is really beloved and it's going to overperform. Uh, I have Smith, Cumberbatch, Garfield, Washington, and then I got DiCaprio. I have DiCaprio based upon the fact that I think Don't Look Up is going to do incredibly well, and I'm gonna hate it. <laughs> uh, but I'm just doing this based upon the fact that if they really like DiCaprio. Uh, the movie is beloved, and the fact that he can kind of come in last minute and with that BAFTA nom, even though it's a jury, I'm not putting credence into that. I merely saw it, and I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, that performance is something that people are at least looking at at this moment if they like Don't Look Up. And because Don't Look Up is in the top five, I might be mistaken in not putting Bardem yeah. in there. I will fully admit that, but that is a possibility. I think Cooper is, um, I think Cooper is a better choice than uh, DiCaprio. Really? Yeah, I would. I, I mean, Cooper's my six because I, I I think he carries Nightmare Alley and he does it two. He kind of plays two distinctly different types of character, even though he's the same person in in Nightmare Alley. Yeah, I yes. he really does a lot of work and heavy lifting in that more than Leo does and and Don't Look Up. Well, I I agree, but I still think that in fact just because the, the Don't Look Up is a is getting more love than Nightmare Alley is, and I think that that's going to yeah. propel the movie for. But Malcolm, go ahead. The, yeah, the one thing I'll say is um, I included Bud Dem in here because he he did get a SAG nomination, um, so I, I think that could definitely translate over. Well, it's the um, largest voting body. It's the largest voting well, body is actors. What I was add, what I was going to add is with Dinklage, um, a lot of people might because I mean with Cyrano, whether it like regardless of if people seen it, um, I'm not using that. Uh, we have seen in the past that if people get a lot of controversy on them, uh, sometimes sometimes that can um, hurt them. See, hurt them a bit, and does it hurt Franco um, when disaster yep. came out? And um, that and, and the the other thing with Dinklage is a lot of people might see it because um, this is a because Dinklage did originate the, this version of Cyrano in the stage same stage production that was done two years mm -hmm. prior, so they might see this and go, well, he's playing exactly the same way he did in that stage production. Um, it's not, it, there is no, like, it's not that much different, and he's had about two years to prepare for that role. So whether or not that's the case, I don't know. That's just what I'm thinking about no, here. That's a good valid point, Malcolm. You're making a valid point there. That's fair. Um, and I will say real fast is that Brian Nussbaum says, hoping we get a surprise nom for of nom of Nick Cage uh, for Pig. Um, that'd be nice. It's, I don't think it's gonna happen. Yeah. I mean, I I I, 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 I was a point at which it could have. Um, but I don't think Neon is putting enough resources into it. If Neon put more resources into it, I could definitely see it happening. I mean. Uh, I legit think think it, it could be um a secret six out there um because I think because I think it could be between him and DiCaprio and I and I, I would I would be wouldn't be surprised if Nick Cage gets in um over DiCaprio um if one of these five don't get in. Again, there always seems to be one one performance that gets in, you know, without any sort of precursor nominations. And that could be, well, they had Critics' Choice. He had Critics' Choice. But it, then again, I don't know how much predictive you could that be because that's obviously critics and not guild people, guild members or whatnot. Um, and then finally, Josephine says, I think it's possible that DiCaprio was one of the top two of BAFTA. See, but then... Smith and Cumberbatch is the thing. If Will Smith had missed, I might agree with that statement. 
Um, but I don't know. He they, he might have been. I don't know. They liked. They really did like. Don't look up. It made it into everywhere it needed to. Besides, director. Um, I mean, Ed. Let's be honest. The Oscars do seem to like it to cap. <laughs> they do. Now he's, he's in the. Once, he's only won once though. He's not winning for this. Nope. <laughs> All right. Let's get actors yep. here. Best actress. We got three more. Everybody. We're almost there to the home stretch. Best actress. I can't believe I'm saying this, everybody. Uh, Lady Gaga has gotten everything that she needs, and I think she's in the top two because of it. Um, she is the biggest goat vote getter, I believe. Uh, whether she's higher than Nicole Kidman, I don't know. But I'm gonna want to hear from Dan. What are your five? Yeah, I, I, I boy, I, I, I bent, I bent over to the pressure on uh, Lady Gaga. I got her in here now. I didn't have her in here. Uh, but I do now. Uh, Nicole Kidman, Jessica Chastain, Lady Gaga, Jennifer Hudson, and Amelia Jones. Mm. I wanted an outlier in here that I thought could Fair. be a surprise. And and you you got to remember who she carries this movie, and it's starting to gain a lot of momentum, even though it's been around an entire year. That's Coda. It's how can it be gaining momentum a year later? Well, it is, and Amelia Jones might be the beneficiary of this momentum that it's gaining and she could sneak into best actress. Uh, Sean, you had a surprised look upon your face when he said Amelia Jones, I'm guessing you yeah. don't have her. I do not. Um, I, I would love for her to get in great performance. Um, but I don't see that happening. I see the five being um, Kidman, Coleman, Penelope Cruz, Jessica Chastain, and then either Kristen Stewart or Lady Gaga is the fifth. No, I had uh, Coleman for the longest time, Sean. I had what? Coleman for the long. I had Coleman for the longest time, and, and I think after BAFTA, I took her out. That's the one thing you can look at BAFTA. Say. She's a Brit. You think she'd be in BAFTA? No, she's not in BAFTA. Yeah. So that to me kind of gave me a clue that mm, maybe she's not as popular as I'm thinking she is. I think she'll she makes it in based upon the fact that again, like she's still she is still beloved, and it's a jury system. I just think that she's not winning. I don't think she's winning. I think that's what it means now. But before I ask you, Malcolm, Sean, I want to ask one quick question. You have Penelope Cruz, and there have been a lot of support recently, a lot of like, what's the word I'm looking for? A groundswell of her in recent days uh, for this past week of voting. Why do you have her in particular, despite the fact she has not gotten any precursor noms? Is this that one that you believe comes out of nowhere at the last minute? Um, I, I, I just, I don't know. I think she's a really acclaimed actress. I think that the movie is well liked and that if it had been submitted for Spain instead of the good boss, that would have been your fifth spot in the international yeah. um, instead of fleet or uh, compartment number six. Um, and I think that they're going to throw at that bone because of it. That's, that's fair. That's completely she's fair. Won before she's been nominated before they and like she's her. won before. So she's beloved already in the Academy, you know, uh, Malcolm, what are your five then? Um, yeah, so my father got Lady Gaga, Nicole Kidman, Jessica Chastain, Olivia Coleman, and still holding on hope because I, I like the just I'm still holding on hope on Kristen Stewart here. Um, but because but it's just one of those ones that I um that I might make a last minute change to um. Now I can say it. This is the worst, the worst person in the world. Person, I'm not giving it to go try to pronounce your name. Still, um, <laughs> Renate something or other. Rins Rinsvi, I believe. Rinsvi is Rinsvi or Rinsvi. I'm not positive. One of those two. 
just because um, I think there was a lot of groundswell around her, and I think if any, if like if anyone comes in from an international thing, I do think it's probably going to be her as opposed to Penelope Cruz, because, um, yeah, uh, but it's it's one of those ones that it's really hard to tell, really. And she oh, did win our guild, if that means anything to anybody. <laughs> Uh, she did win. Uh, I was shocked by that. If yeah, uh, yeah. but Stewart's not in my five. I had Stewart winning winning this for months and months and months, and I knocked so, her out of my own five after after. So none of us have uh, case two and case two and five. Then nope, no. I have her. She, 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 I, I have her she, okay, okay, okay. I yeah. do have her. I knocked her out because I. It just seems like she didn't get into SAG. She didn't get in BAFTA. She's not getting in places, and it's like. Yeah. Oh boy! This yeah, I have her in as my five instead of Gaga. Oh, so you don't have Gaga. Gaga's gaining momentum all over the place. So then you, who do you have that is from BAFTA? Do you think anyone from BAFTA makes it in from what we had there? Uh, who were the BAFTA nominees? I'm, I get them mixed up sometimes. It's Renee, okay. uh, Renee, worst person Renzi. in the world got in. Um, a lot of Heim. A lot of Heim got in. I could see Heim getting. Amy in. Jones got in. Joanna Scanlon, we're... but that ain't gonna happen. Uh, and Tessa Thompson. So yeah, they. Yeah. No. I don't know. I I think it'll be completely different five from. That'd be cool. That'd be that'd be that'd be that'd be wild if that was the case. <laughs> I don't think that's ever that's never happened. Um, for obvious reasons because yeah, jury systems. I, I mean, outlier is Gaga. Gaga is gonna get in both. I think. Malcolm, you're gonna say that. Yeah, no, what it's about, yeah, what I was about to say is um I, I think that this is a tough category to sort of kind of predict because there's so many potentials yes. here. Yeah. Um I, I think the one that I'm pretty sure is getting in no matter what is Gaga. Um because she she she's popped up a lot. Um and it, the other four I think like as good as they they may be yeah. i think it's up in the air for who, who the other four are going to be and which is what i'll say is like i think out of personally i think gaga and kidman are the only two people that i believe to be locked and there are like 12 different actresses that are vying for that those last three or so spots yeah. um uh chastain i could see chastain missing i could see coleman missing uh my fifth one is going out on a limb it's renette rensvi for the worst person in the world um, I'm going out on a limb because I think she'd be the international representation. Um, not saying we have one every year, but that would be really awesome because she's really great and it's a great movie. Uh, however, I could also see, yeah, I could see if Alana Haim, based upon the fact that she was the second, maybe the second highest vote getter for BAFTA. Uh, and that's kind of what I'm basing it on. If the two highest vote getters can get in and then the rest of the three are probably not even going to be the ones that BAFTA has picked. I don't know. Uh, that's what I perceive that to be the case, but I could be incredibly wrong. Um, so you, is there, is there a, okay. So I'm trying to think right now, is there a world right now? You say Amelia Jones, Dan, uh, we all have, which ones do we have in common? Cause this is Kidman. by far the Kidman, Kidman Chastain, Chastain, y'all have Chastain. Yeah. And I have Hudson that's it. And Jones and Gaga. I have Hudson Jones and Gaga. But Sean doesn't have Gaga. Um, and then uh, I don't have Hudson. I don't have Jones. Um, yeah, I don't have Cruz. Yeah, so we're, we're kind of all... Dan doesn't have Coleman. Wait, do you have Coleman, Dan? You said you don't have Coleman. No. I took her See, out because I yeah. took her after. 
And also, I will say Josephine says that Alana Haim has the advantage of being in a best picture nod. That is true. She would be the one to make it in. But then again, we're going to see if any of our picks are in best picture. We'll get that in a second. Regardless, this is to me the most chaotic category of the of any yeah. of the acting yeah. categories. And I'm here for it. I love the fact that it's this. We could get like two of these people that we've all mentioned. And we could this could be if anyone gets this five for five, I bow before you. You are incredibly lucky. You know what's up. If you do, congratulations. Yeah. Um, and so just to go around less contentious. Yeah, I will quickly say uh, we're going to go quickly around just so we have a, have this locked down. Again, my five, Gaga, Kidman, Chastain, Coleman, Rinsby. Malcolm, your five. Uh, Gaga, Kidman, Chastain, Coleman, Stewart. Okay, Dan. Kidman, Chastain, Gaga, Hudson, Jones. And Sean. Kidman, Coleman, Cruz, Chastain, Stewart. I love all these the C's right there. This is this is good. This is gonna be my favorite category to watch. Everyone's gonna wait with bated breath uh, on Tuesday. Uh, and then finally, we got two more best director. Um, we haven't done this, this in a while. Contentious. I know it seems like you think director would be more contentious, but it's less contentious. Yes and no. Um, chaotic, I would say, but no. we haven't said this in a while. I don't know. It's. I think. I think there. There's a possibility you could have two current front runners completely miss i could totally see that to be a possibility really? maybe not as chaotic okay. i i totally could see that i don't have yeah. that predicted but we're not getting the dga five personally i don't think but we all can agree that we have someone who's going to make it in everyone say it with me last time dune yeah. denny villeneuve <laughs> yes even though he missed back he's intently <laughs> I don't like the hesitantly word you use, Malcolm. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, again, uh, uh, Sean, who do you have besides, of course, Denis Villeneuve and I'm sure Campion? Yeah, I have Campion and Villeneuve as my top two. Um, as much as I hate to say this because I hate him with every ounce of my body, uh, Brana, um, least favorite person ever. Um, Paul Thomas Ouch. Anderson and Spielberg um, round up my five. Um, I do think that there's an outside chance of either Hamaguchi or Cohen. I'm getting that fifth spot, but I think it's cut and dry for those top five. So you would have a DJ five. Yeah. And I have the DJ five as well. I have the exact same five as Sean with Yamaguchi as my six. And I'm really bad. I really battled with myself last night when I was trying to come up with these five with that. Should I, should I go with Yamaguchi? And I went with Spielberg. I just couldn't, I couldn't take him out. And I, even though I wanted to take Spielberg out, I did. I was like, ah. I mean, I you're right. happy if Yamaguchi got in on Tuesday morning. You might be in a wise position. Uh, quickly, Malcolm, before you, uh, Brian says Lynn McKay, Spielberg, Villeneuve, and Brana. No campion is a bold move. Yeah, it's a bold not... move. Yeah, Brian, you're just. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Brian. I... You are you have you have balls. I will say for that. <laughs> campion is definitely happening. She's um, going to win. She might win. She's going to win. Um, that's going to be the the token win. That and screenplay um, are going to be the token wins for her. For Power of the Dogs. You. Might pull um, away with two wins. Because that movie is not as well liked as a lot of people think it is. Is it not? I was ass- I was under the impression that it was very... I mean, obviously, I know you don't like it, Sean. Right. But no, like, I'm looking... Like beyond me, like there are a lot of people who are bored by it. No, um, you're right. That is completely fair. And so, um, like, like it's it's enough that they respect it and they respect her, so it'll get nominated. But it's not going to win much, um, other than um, I, I think it'll win 
supporting actor, screenplay director, and I think that'll be it. So quickly, Brian, while we're waiting, I'd love to hear your thoughts about why you think Campion is going to be missing. Is that a surprise snub? And if so, I'd love to hear why you think that is the case. But McKay is a is a is something I'm scared of, and I hope that doesn't happen. So Malcolm, what do you have for the five? Um, I've got the exact same five as Sean and Dan. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I mean, like I'll, I'll be booted out of New Zealand if I didn't have Campion. Um, <laughs> but... Um, but but um the reason I said hesitantly to Valenduve is like I uh, I think the direction is lacking in Dune. I think <gasps> like while what? it's a while it's a good looking movie, um I just don't like the way Denny chose to um had directed in that um in the way he did. Um and if I was to take anyone out, it would be Denny, um and I'll probably put in Hamaguchi just because um in the past few years, there's been a surprise director of a foreign movie in here, and I think the, the one that has it's probably the last year really caught me off guard. I was not yeah, um, so um, yeah. I'm considering Same. um taking out one of these. I just I, I might I might keep it because I've got no idea who I really want to take out here because like these are the five which are getting mo a lot of love, but um, and I think if anyone's going to get in, it is going to be Hamaguchi because Draw My Cat is um. Like I've hear, been hearing a lot about that, and so yeah. Okay, so maybe I take it back. This one's really up in the air. I'm the only person who apparently thinks that, so <laughs> I take it back. Uh, quickly, Leo Logan says Campion, Brana, Spielberg, Villeneuve, and PTA the 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 DGA five. I'm hesitant to say that though because we, I don't know the last time we've had the DGA five, and again, trends are meant to be broken ultimately at one point. But I'm going to go with the trend we've had the past two years so far, and that is with the surprise inclusion of Powell Palinowski and then Thomas Venterberg. I'm going to go with uh, basically most of all that we've said. I'm going to go with Hamaguchi for Drive My Car over Steven Spielberg. I, I haven't, I have wow. West Side Story missing a lot of stuff, and I decided, you know what, go big or go home. If BAFTA isn't falling for falling in love with it for some of the craft categories, maybe this is the part where it misses. Again, West Side Story is a very American film, so I could be wrong personally. Um, we'll, we'll we'll see though. Would it, wouldn't it be crazy if we get um, Ridley Scott for House of Gucci in here, and we also get Hamaguchi? <laughs> oh, <Lord. laughs> House of it'd be like uh, uh, Ridley Scott for uh, House of Gucci. Uh, is it uh, Ryosuke? Uh, Ryosuke. 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 Ryosuke for Hamaguchi. Drive my car. I'm gonna. I got the last name pronunciation anyway. I got that. Um. So I think that's the case. Uh. And then I could see like you know I could see McKay getting in because they love. But I'm not gonna. I, they love. Don't look up. But I'm not doing that. He, he missed DGA, but he got in for Vice in the Big Short. Um. But he missed. He missed DGA, um, so I'm hoping for that to be continue. He missed here as well. Yeah, I no? mean, for Vice and the Big Short, he got in DGA for those two, didn't he? Yes, he did, and he made it on for the Oscar nomination. So I think this is where that ends personally. Yeah, yeah, I don't see him getting hit this time. Do, Even though I, we... I mean, he's been slippery, man. He's slipping in different places. Well, last, last last question I'll have before we move on is: Do we think Sean Hader has a chance for uh, Coda at all I to make thought it? About in? it, but I don't think so. Um, okay. He's like eight here. I think she's like yeah, seven or something, possibly. Yeah. Um, 
eight might be actually correct though. Not a bad choice. I was merely thinking about that as the surprise, like Lenny Abraham, Sam Morton Tildum. Um, I mean, uh, yeah, I think it's, it's I think it's going to depend on how much they really love Coda. If Coda starts get popping up in a lot of categories, um, on the thing, I'm not going to be too surprised if we see Coda in director as well, because Coda could end up being that uh, one surprise movie that comes out of nowhere and gets a lot of nominations. It'll be crazy if it did. It'll be crazy. I mean, it's going to get some nominations. It's not going to get a lot of nominations like Dune will get. But it has at least it has at least three to me. Kahota has at least three nominations under the bag. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm not going to lie. Dune could be that one movie that um everyone's saying could get a lot of nominations. <laughs> it could end up being that one that gets not a lot. So, I, I'd I mean, be shocked it's... though, from a technical standpoint, just from just from the text. Even even if it misses picture, if it misses director, if it misses screenplay, like the text, I'd be really shocked. Yeah, it's 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 below the line. Doom's gonna clean up, Malcolm. Yes, it's gonna it's gonna take its it's gonna take its broom and start sweeping up the floor <laughs> for the other nominations. Um, Let's get right. the picture. Ow, you read my mind. All right. Last one when we're gonna end this home, and I just took two hours and 30 minutes. I didn't expect that, but we're going through each one, so I'm not shocked. All right. I'm gonna I'm going to name out each one, and then I want you guys to say yes if you have it, no if you don't. You guys ready? Yep. So like in our 10? Yes. Okay. If this is in your 10, say yes or no. Belfast. Yes. Yes. Power of the dog. Yes. Yes. King Richard. Yes. yes. Again, this is not an order of, you know, most likely to win. Don't have that right now. Uh, Dune. Yes. Yes. Licorice Pizza. Yes. Yes. Don't Look Up. Yes. Yes. Maybe. Oh, man, I hope you're right, Sean. Uh, West Side Story. Yes. yes. Coda. Yes. No. yes. <gasps> no, Sean doesn't have. Oh, okay. have wow! No, we've gotten this entire. We've the first no that we have, so we have a solid seven that we all have. But I'm going to go for the rest of them. Tick, tick, boom. Yes. yes. Oh, that's no. two notes. Wow. And finally, ten. Drive my car. No. 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 Okay, that's my I left field. No. Okay, so you're, okay. Missing, you're missing a very big one that is definitely getting in. Tragedy, no doubt about it. Got to be in here, right? No, I, I don't what think. Are you saying? I, don't, I do not think. Which it's one? Not tragedy on? Macbeth. No, I, I, um, I know what? what it is, but I probably, but it's because I don't have it doing as well anywhere else, and that's being the Ricardos, right? Yes, like that's absolutely getting in. There's no way that that doesn't. You think end. so? There's oh, yeah, so uh, for that movie. Yeah, yeah, really until last night, I took it out last night. Uh, I'll, I'll switch it back. I yeah, mean, being with Carter's is. I mean, um, being I, do, with Carter's I have. I have. Don't look up at seven, or sorry, eight. I have. Don't look up at eight. Um, I think it's pretty safe, but um, I don't think it's guaranteed. Um, my nine and ten are Nightmare Alley and Mass. Ah, wow, interesting. That's bold. That is bold, Sean. Your Mass love is bold. I respect. I respect the heck out of that mass love. Rarely. I had mass love, Sean, for the sacks. And then when it got just completely destroyed, I said, forget about mass. I'm not, I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to. They've been campaigning that they more have. aggressively than anything other than Dune. I think Dune has had like the most aggressive campaign. Um, and then mass had like the second most aggressive campaign. 
in terms of like Hollywood and um, New York events. But I don't think it's worked because it's not getting anywhere. I mean, and down in BAFTA, but that's and, it. That's yeah, the only place it's been getting I, I still in. Think the day of anyone have invested like the most money. So I think that that has, I think that's your 10th spot. Um, your 10th spot is either going to be mass tick, tick, boom, or Coda, um, in my opinion. No, Coda is better. I think it's in the top five or six Coda. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think Coda has got a better shot at getting in than a lot of films do, but I had both being the Ricardos and nightmare alley. And I took them out to put, um, to put tragedy Macbeth and Tick Tick Boom in there because no way that Macbeth gets in. Um, really? Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I I I think I I think Macbeth is losing a lot of steam. Um, okay. Is this... I might switch it out then. Academy um, Say that again. The Academy hates Shakespeare. Do they? Yeah. Okay. But the, I mean, the way that movie was presented, I think, is the artsy part. As a movie. horror movie? Do <laughs> you think that makes it any better? Well, Being a Shakespeare I mean, horror movie? <laughs> the cinematography, well, this, the, you know, the, the lighting. and. Uh, I, mean, I, in, in, I mean, in saying that, the Academy loves Shakespeare in love. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, like a Shakespeare adaptation. Yes. Like, well, yes, I, they did. Well, like Shakespeare did, adaptations have a hard time. Did Romeo that. plus Juliet make it in? Nope. No, no, no. I mean, I mean, it's it's one of those ones. Like, I mean, well, I don't know the whole bizarre. Um, so I think at least one or two of the Hamlets um got nominated, but I think yeah, this is one. But it's it's not. It it it's yeah. been a while. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I'll I'll give you that. I mean, I so I think if like if there was a, I think if anything that should have done, um, made the Academy sort of look at. Shakespeare adaptations in a different light. I think this is the one that needed to do it. Um, but just going by the momentum, I don't. It's not really coming up anywhere else. So I don't think it's having that love it needs to translate to a best picture nomination. I mean, I've like I think there's a chance it could get some nominations mm -hmm. to, um, in here, but even then, um, I'm not that confident on either. Um, I mean, eventually, I plan on seeing this. Um, it's very good. Yeah, um, mm -hmm. yeah, that's the problem for living in New Zealand. A lot of the Oscar nominations come out after the Oscars have been. <laughs> oh, so, well, I yes. can't see them before. So, speaking of of Macbeth, real fast, Josephine asks: With Macbeth losing steam, do you think it's possible we could it could even miss cinematography? I, I think that's the one that's I think that's the one that's locked. Like I think honestly that's the one that's locked. If I if you don't agree, I, I agree. I think it's a pretty safe bet there. Um, I mean, I kind of agree, but it's one of those ones. I think because I think this is it's. I think there's a good chance it, they could even miss that. I mean, because um, because I didn't mention when we did cinematography because um, because I think if Macbeth is losing steam. That could open up a spot for the Green Knight to potentially sneak in there to cinematography because, I mean, like if anything, three four um, has put no money into that movie though. Sadly, yeah. I mean, Sometimes it's one can... of those ones like it, yeah, you got three four just gave up this year. I mean, that's weird. Um, has it been like has there been any movies that sort of gotten to a nomination without? 
much campaigning behind it because I think if any does yeah. does do that, yeah. I, so I think there could be a chance Green Knight could sneak in um, for that, especially if Macbeth is losing steam and falls out. But I mean, I, I'm kind of speaking, I mean, but I don't know. I, I think the most recent example of something that got him without being campaigned was the Keith Stanfield and supporting actor. Yeah. <laughs> that all, guy did all, not campaign. All boats rise tide uh, raise tides. How, how's that say? All all a, a rising tide raises all ships. All ships, yeah, yeah. That's how he And I guess him. Kaluuya, yeah. Um and Brian asked, can we see Spider Man make it in? No. <laughs> no, no. I don't think so, but you just never know. The, I mean the, they, they do like a big budget movie in there, but Dune's that. But Dune Dune is that don't look up has got the the streaming, the big streaming thing, and so you got those two covered with Dune and and Don't Look Up. So I, that's where Spider Man could fall off. If you didn't have a Dune and a Don't Look Up, I would say maybe Spider Man could get in. But because of those two, you got the mega mega movie on streaming, and then you get the mega movie in in in, in theaters that, that that make made a lot of money, not as much as they probably wish they could have made for Dune, no. but it did make a lot of money. I will add upon the fact that it, it needed PGA to be in the conversation. I, yeah. I don't think it without PGA, it's not going to make it in. And if there's a big blockbuster that's not Dune, it's no, it was it was going to be no time to die if it made yeah. it like in best film of BAFTA, and it didn't do that. Either. But but in saying that, it, like even no time, even no time to die, um, like didn't get a PGA nomination either. So yeah. <laughs> um, we and, had this whole discussion, right, Malcolm? Yeah. yeah. So we don't hold too much water into that. So does any, so, okay. So to reiterate, uh, Dan, uh, the ones that you, you, no one has, no one has, I guess I'm the only one holding any faith and drive my car, I guess. Yes. Well, I thought about it. I really thought strongly about it last time when I made my predictions and I just, I just can't. And for the longest time I said, Oh, we're going to get a foreign film in here. We're going to get a, remember how I was talking about some of the best films of the year of foreign films. Worst person world, hero, drive my car. But from what the tea leaves are showing us, it doesn't look like a foreign film is going to get in here. We have a better shot at foreign film getting in the director and screenplay than we do best picture, which is kind of weird. Right. Uh, Sean, uh, you, I know you're someone who thinks drive my car is, is the, your, is the, it's your favorite film of the year. Uh, you don't see a path for drive my car. I would hoping that with 10 expanded, we could get an international film in here, but you don't think that's the case. I, I don't think so this year. I think that the, I don't know. I just, I don't think that that movie is agreeable enough to get into the main slate. I think that Parasite is a very agreeable film. Um, to an extent, Roma is an agreeable film. Um, that They're is shorter, first of all. They're shorter. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I mean, it's also, I don't know. There are large sections of Drive My Car that are just performing checkoff. Um, which Chekhov is the type of playwright that you either love or hate. Um, so if you hate Chekhov, you're going to hate Drive My Car um, because that's like 20 minutes of the movie. Um, so like, I don't think it's agreeable enough to get into the main match. I think a hero has a better chance of getting into the main match than oh, wow. Drive My Car. I don't think it will. Um, I think that would be like 15 to 20, um, like, like in that ranking. Um, but I... I don't think Drive My Car is going to get it. Mm-hmm. I would love to see me, me uh, proven wrong. 
Um, I hope I get proven wrong. But. I think you're right, Sean. I think I think the foreign films are in the the top twenty. Worst person, hero, Todd McCarr are in the top twenty. But you you named two Nightmare Alley and um, what was your other one that you had? Mass. Mass that probably are higher than some of the foreign films. Yeah. Nightmare Alley, I think in particular, is definitely higher. Um, I will add. Does anyone else have Nightmare oh, Alley? Besides, oh, besides Sean, and, and I yeah, don't even have that. I took it out last night. I might actually put Beanie Ricardo's back in. The only thing I'm afraid of is I'm afraid of doing the. <laughs> I thought it's like four. Wow. wow. Oh wow. Okay, wow. that is that is bullish. Wow. Um, yeah, I'm no, I'm guessing no Sorkin and no Sorkin your director, night. huh? No. Yeah, no, okay. No, I'm, I'm checking if it's that high. I was like, oh, check. Is that I don't like that movie. I think it's a bad movie. Um, that Javier Bardem, an actor, too. But I think it's I think it's got the love, and I think it's a Hollywood movie, and Hollywood loves Hollywood. So they yeah. do. I might just have to do that. I'm just afraid of doing the PGA 10. That's the only thing I'm afraid of doing the full on PGA 10. Obviously, you know, they're a straight 10. It's just kind of, it'd be weird to see that to be the case. And I don't know what else to pick if it's not drive my car over being the Ricardos. But I could take yeah. Dick Tick Boom out. I'm not sure yet. I don't think Boom's in either. Um, I think it has a chance, but I don't think it's... Yeah, I mean, like, the, this is the first year the Oscars have done um, a straight 10 for Best Picture as opposed to the floating scale. So I think... Yep. Um, it's going to be t so. I think. I think if it's one year that is going to be the PGA team, I think this will be the like. This will be interesting to see if the PGA is going to line up with the Oscars beat for beat, um, because I think PGA has always been ten um, straight ten, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. So, like, this is the way it's going. If we go to tell from going forward, if PGA is going to line up the Oscars a lot more. Because they're both doing mm. straight tens. Um, it's the safest bet if you want to go ten for ten. Yeah. Uh, last question before we wrap up: House of Gucci, guys, is Jared Leto and his Parmesan ness gonna make it in at all? Or I don't have no? it in here, but I would be I, surprised if it got in. I hope not. It's one of the worst movies I saw last year. Yeah, I can. I mean, it wasn't an awful movie for me. I just think you had to watch it under a certain kind of microscope of what you were expecting i don't agree i think that it like half the movie felt like ridley scott wasn't even on set like <laughs> maybe it was on the set of last duel wasn't directed. Maybe i mean was maybe last duel. i mean maybe he was he was he wasn't on set maybe he was directing from a social distance um no he was like <laughs> somewhere else shouting at them ah! he was, just he, he, he was on zoom directing it director yeah, he's like, hey, uh, a duo was directing it. <laughs> oh lord, with that, with that direction, you're not. I, I guess I loved it for how bananas that movie is, how weird it is, and just how kind of bad in some parts it is. That's why I really enjoyed it. I'm not gonna qual. I'm not gonna yeah. say it's a good movie by any stretch of the imagination. I mean, um, um, I mean, once like, again, um, uh, one thing I'll say is, if the Academy really loves House of Gucci, I wouldn't be too surprised if it gets in Best Picture. No. no, you're right. Again, it got SAG loved it. Obviously, it got the it got three. So for which again, you know, the, the actors act branch loves them. But I don't yeah, know if that's, that's enough to, to propel it. I don't know. I feel like the the thing that sold that bait was like it's me, Paolo. Like I feel like that part. <laughs> I feel like that part just sealed that movie's fate. 
Can we yeah. just create Sounds a song? Sounds like a very really good movie. <laughs> we just come up with a new song called We Don't Talk About Paolo? We don't talk about Paolo. No, we don't talk about Paolo. Malcolm, you need to see House of Gucci whenever it comes out to New Zealand. Please. I mean, it, 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 it came out on um, on New Year's Day. I just haven't had a chance to don't see it. Don't go see it. watch it. Don't. See it. I mean, I mean like, I've, I've got a <laughs> list. At the, at the, I mean, at the moment, the movie that I'm I really want to see before it disappears from theaters as we saw. So that's kind of top okay. of my list at the moment. Fair, fair. That's fair. Um, all right. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, we went way too long uh, on that, but I was expecting two hours. We did two thirty. You know what? It's always longer than we expect it to be. Um, just like the Oscars. <laughs> yes, just like the Oscars. Malcolm, where can the good people find you as we wrap things up here? And also, what is one film, once again, that we did not mention that you want people to check out for the Gone with the Wind Awards? Um, well, like as I um, said, like the one movie I, I want to see, um, French Dispatch, um, like that's a really good movie. And if you're outside of America, it's on Disney Plus right now. Um, I don't know if it's on Disney Plus in America, but I don't know. It might be on Hulu, but... Um, um, and you can find me on take three in, in about an hour. Um, <laughs> um, as we go through the top 12 Clint Eastwood directed movies. Um, and yeah, and I predict Space Jam 2 is going to get a lot of Razzie nominations because I think that those nominations come out the day before the Oscar nominations. You, you are correct. And I can't wait to see that. Dan, where can they find you? And what is one, another film or aspect of a film that you want to highlight? Yeah, um, you can find me at disappointmentmedia.com where I write about all kinds of things. Retrospectives, we're doing a Criterion Voyages section. I'm doing, um, if somebody passes away, I'll do a movie about that person's career. I'm doing all kinds of movies. Um, I'm just TV shows. I just did my Jack Reacher review. Um, also, if I'm not writing for disappointmentmedia.com, I'm also writing on my personal blog called from the fourth row.wordpress.com. So I'm writing all kinds of things. I just did uh, slam dance film festival capsule reviews, Sundance capsule reviews. So I'm doing all kinds of stuff. Uh, Moonfall, my Moonfall review is out if you want to read about the moon falling down to the planet Earth. Uh, <laughs> Um, I'll have my Death on the Nile review out this week. Also, my name, Dan Skip Allen, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest, uh, or DP Skip Allen, or from Fourth Row, whatever. I have a lot of different handles in various social media places. So, um, but mainly disappointmentmedia.com. All right. And Sean, what about you? Where can they find you? And of course, what is a movie or aspect of a film that you want to highlight? Oh, wait, yeah. wait. Oh. I, I want to say, Ben Affleck, oh, you didn't, yeah. The Tender Bar. Everybody, go find a way to watch The Tender Bar. I, I, I think he's fantastic in that. Mm -hmm. And Sean, now you may go. Yeah. Um. So I, I'm the editor in chief of Disappointment Media. So I am Dan's boss in that regard. Uh, <laughs> I. Um, so you can find my writing there. I write about a lot of stuff as well. I do a lot of festival coverage. Um, I'm on that beat. Um, on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd, I'm at Big Tuna on Film. And then um, the film I'd like to highlight um, is going to be a more obscure one this time. Um, it is a Georgian film called What Do We See When We Look at the Sky? It is on Mubi. 
Um, it is a brilliant international film with some of the best cinematography I saw last year. Um, so yeah, and definitely check that out. Uh, it's something that people probably haven't seen. So you should give it a chance. I'm going to give that a chance then before I vote in the Gone with the Win Awards because that sounds utterly fascinating. Uh, with a recommendation like that, I am definitely going to check that one out. It and is you can also find... three hours. Uh... <laughs> oh, well, you know what? Hey, I'll make time. I'll find the time. Yes. Uh, and you can find me at uh, Twitter at Cine underscore man. That's C-I-N-E underscore M-A-N-N. As well as on WFY News 2 uh, for the, our segment News 2 Reviews, where I review a movie segment every week. Not this past week. We took a week because we did Sundance the week prior, and that was a lot. A movie review a day. Um, so you can check that out, and that's on our uh, YouTube for our Sundance report section. And as well, you can find my letterbox at Manning underscore Franks. Uh, and uh, yeah, go vote in our Gone with the Win Awards. Currently, there's transpiring right now. You can find the link in the description down below. Go do that. And I will continue to put that on Twitter, on our Facebook group, uh, and to Take 3 Productions. You can find it where basically almost wherever you can find me because I will be putting that link out for you all to vote. It's, it's going to be two weeks uh, from today, this Saturday. So look forward to that when we ultimately have to reveal the nominations in two weeks. Uh, thank you guys for joining us here. You can follow us on Gone with the Wind at Apple Podcasts and Spotify or Anchor or wherever your podcast, as well as right here on Take 3 Productions. Uh, I can breathe now. Thank you, guys. And go watch Mass. We talked about it a lot here. Go watch Mass. That's the one I want to highlight. It's just good. Get Jason Isaacson and out. You know what? Put everything in there. <laughs> thank you, guys.